usually a bottom, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or nah. a top. I don't, I don't know. Top, bottom. I don't know which one's doing what. <laughs> well, that's pretty – I mean, that one we can figure out pretty easily. Catcher right? or the pitcher. Yeah, pitcher is top. Catcher is bottom. Well, I didn't know where – who was – it doesn't matter where you're standing. <laughs> Bottom means you're getting fucked. Yeah, like we're standing. I mean, I thought everyone was laying down. All right. Bottom means you're getting fucked. All right. That's right. Sometimes you can be on the bottom and going up, you know? Of course. But as a term, that's what it means. I've done this before. Well, not getting that. fucked. <laughs> it's all came out wrong. Totally no, fine I, if you have, you know? I've been on the all cool. bottom of another person before when you're moving that, you're going that way. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but that, yeah, well, the term bottom when it comes to that does not mean your position. It means what you're doing. Yeah, but that was back in the day when you had more energy. It's a little harder now. <laughs> Gotta hold everyone up. Now, now you just do the sideways one. That's the easiest one to do. You just kinda... Yeah, but you got to hold it in, though. As soon as that pops out easier. <laughs> it's going to be tough. Put your hand in the front of it. These are the, these are the hard-hitting topics that people tune in for. Yeah, we're, the, we're, we're not the experts, but... Never claimed to be. I've had sex before. I'll put that out there. Welcome to the Dylan and Joe Basement Podcast. It's been too long. Uh, Joe's Calic Converters got stolen again. And <laughs> <laughs> no, they didn't. But Pull just me twice. Holiday, shit, all sorts of stuff going on. We're back in action. We don't have any plans to not be back in action uh, for the next couple of weeks and months and shit like that. And, uh, and if it wasn't mentioned earlier in the podcast so far, I'm one half of the hosts, uh, Dylan from dylan and joe and you are on the other half of the host theory we're talking about the great oh, north wait, 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 and the wait, most wait wait. Oh, wait 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 i have a surprise before we share the secret of what we're talking about i'm joe <laughs> so that's joe yes so joe um got a question for you uh to for our listeners and everyone here on here um go ahead bud what do the three what do us three and actually us four, including you, uh, me, you, uh, my friend here, and this fish have in common. I don't know what. We're all bear food. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? So what's today's podcast on, Joe? Sorry to interrupt you there, but I just <laughs> Today we're talking about the most fierce apex predator in North America, the Arctic, Eurasia, Asia, and on every continent but two, we're talking about the bear. The bear. We're talking about the bear. And um, I'm going to take this cold weather gear off real quick just because it's a little musty, but it does have a cigarette hole. For the record, <laughs> it's funnier as it goes going. But um, <laughs> for those of you who are watching and wondering and can see this ridiculous piece, this is a uh, extreme cold weather olive green number 207 uh made in the 70s and used in the uh republic of ireland uh situation that whole 
uh, war thing that happened for a couple of days, right? The IRA. The IRA thing. The American troops went there and defended that country, and a lot of them wore that. Yeah, it makes sense. It conceals your identity, plus it stops you from wind burns, right? Yeah, yeah, stop you from wind burns. I'm sure there's a joke in here somewhere about Irish people, but I can't think of any. I mean, um, there's a bunch of jokes about terrorism <laughs> there. We can probably step right past that landmine. I just said Irish people. You just went back there, so... <laughs> I'm sure that most of the citizens were wearing those during the Easter uprising. Yes, exactly. I think it's what St. Patrick wore when he uh, put down the snakes, right? Yeah, yeah. He wore one of those uh, olive green uh, 1970 cold weather masks. Cold weather mask, yeah. Yeah, you got to stay warm when you're out out there back in the day. I mean, there's plenty you have to worry about, but staying warm should not be one of them. So we're talking about bears today. Bears, carnivoran mammals of the family ursidae yeah ursidae ursus just like looking up at those star signs ursa major and ursa minor meaning the bear yep we're talking about the speaking of that we're talking about the bear in the first podcast we've ever done in the year of the tiger (laughs) (laughs) it's the year of the tiger is it it is 2022 in the chinese new year year it's not unbearable like last year was <laughs> oh my god that was a grizzly pun dude <laughs> i'm gonna cause an uproar real quick about all these fucking <laughs> animals we're talking about here hey we gotta work together you scratch my back i'll scratch the tree behind me <laughs> my back. well i will as long as uh you know does a bear shit in the woods <laughs> Honey. Okay, we got that all out of the way. <laughs> now we can get into bears. So what the hell is a bear? I mean, obviously, when we're thinking about bears, we think about the the big North American brown bear or the grizzly bear. Um, but there's a bunch of different kinds of bears. And we're talking about all of them. Yeah. And uh, for starters, bears were uh, invented uh, 800,000 years ago. So they uh, came before humans. What do you mean they were invented 800,000 years ago? Bears have been around for millions of years. Wait a minute. It, right now, outdoorhub.com slash story slash 2015 slash <laughs> says that bears first appeared roughly 800,000 years ago in what is known as the United States and spread to Canada. Um, it is believed that they, okay, so um, they went no. to, the, they just they just showed up in the United States only and then decided <laughs> that, guys, we're not going to do Canada yet. Um, <laughs> what the hell? What the hell is that from? one particular bear i love that they just you know united states first then canada then they moved to canada like bears know about borders definitely they're like yeah no we're gonna hit up oklahoma first we're gonna you know (laughs) the the fish walks out of water and turns into a bear yeah exactly the united states and then we're gonna go to canada yeah it was in the dakotas and then it went to canada yeah no 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 that's that's way too uh way too myopic i guess is the word for that yeah i don't know what bear they interviewed for that story but it's uh, wrong bear, wrong bear. <laughs> the first animal that was ever a bear as we know it today was two, 23 million years ago it uh it wow. climbed up from uh oklahoma and declared itself <laughs> a bear okay yeah okay makes sense yeah. yeah so i mean when we're thinking about bears we're thinking about um the large mammals that came to be after the dinosaurs died out was the time for mammals to start growing big and strong and taking over the world, which included multiple ice ages that made the world so fucking cold that no giant cold-blooded lizard could have ever survived. Even if that 
asteroid meteor rather that hit the earth and killed the dinosaurs even if that didn't happen and the climate still changed the way it did dinosaurs wouldn't be able to survive the ice age it's way too cold you don't have the, that warm blood and that heavy thick fur that mammals have to survive and those big fat stores mammals have mm. you can't survive that's why there's no lizards in <laughs> the north pole they can't survive in that kind of weather reptiles need to have at least some warmth from the sun to warm their body temperature up. They can't regulate their own temperature like mammals can. You know, uh, it's one of those things that you just don't really think about until, until you do. you're on a podcast about bears, but um, <laughs> yeah. that there's, there, there, there are actually no alligators in the North or South Pole, like you said, and that's nope. something I've never really thought about. There isn't even alligators in New England, which is about <laughs> whatever, 3,000 miles from the North Pole or whatever. So there is a section of the world in which most reptiles can live because of their uh, body temperature regulation. And the rest of the world, it's very difficult for them to live in. They have to be super specialized. Well, um, for starters, um, there are alligators in New England at the... Um, for those of you who live in New England and want something fun to do on the weekends, the... Uh, Bolton, Massachusetts, like reptile fucking place is what it's called. And um, <laughs> and I, I understand you fuck reptiles there. Is that... <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that the, the some of the crazy people there might have. It's possible. Um, I don't recommend an alligator if you're into that. Um, yeah, start small with a Gila monster. Yeah, alligators, Work your way they, up. You know, they might have a real hard time with that one. Um, but uh, <clears throat> but alligator whatever bolton massachusetts you can go see some alligators pretty cool very cool besides that they're not here no they're not and uh because of that when the mammals started taking over the earth the way that we understand it now it was millions of years after that that sprung up the most ancient cousin of the bear it's called the dawn bear wow. also known as ursavis and yeah it existed from 23 million years ago all up until 5 million years ago so they still existed up till 5 million years ago, but no human or any modern animals really ever came into contact with the thing um, because it died so long ago. And it was about the size of a, a wolf, a modern day wolf. So it kind of looked like a bear, but it had a big tail like a wolf, um, but it was the size of a wolf. So because of the way that its body structure is and its biology, we consider that the first bear. But if you saw one today, you would think it was like a big dog or like a wolverine or something. Wow. Wow. But all the bears we know about today can trace their lineage back to that that original uh, <clears throat> and, and it was bear. small. It was it's usually usually when we go back in time like this, it's mm -hmm. usually we're talking about uh, fucking um, gigant uh, uh, the uh, megafauna. Yeah, yeah, me exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just went to Gigantoboa or Titanoba. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah, it's like, titan, titan titan from, uh, we're going to go like, you know, oh yeah, 50 million years ago, there was a school bus sized bear and now they are, <laughs> yeah. they are. which we're is also, yeah, and we're changing it. I didn't, this, is, this doesn't. Right. But you have to remember when we're talking about the ebbs and flows of different species, it's not just that in the past they're huge and now they're small. It depends on what the world was like. And back when the dinosaurs were around, there was mammals that were really tiny, like the size of mice and shrews, the first mammals ever to exist. and then. In our recent past, there's things like the giant sloth, which is a nine foot tall beast. It's only 10,000 years ago. So it really depends on how the earth is and how animals evolve and react to that. It's not just in the past, they're big. Now they're small. In the past, there was a giant dinosaur and now there's chickens. 
It just depends on how the world is when we're around them. So there's no steadfast rule of how big or small things need to be. It's depending on how they react to their environment, how they survive in it. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, the first bear was about the size of a wolf, which I wouldn't say is small. Wolves are pretty fucking big. I still wouldn't yeah. want to tussle with a thing, but it definitely is yeah. no grizzly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. All right. Fun facts. Um, but to slice it up to what you were just talking about, it wasn't five million years after that bear went extinct that we can see the first reign of the short-faced bear, which mm-hmm. we talked about briefly in Megafauna. We had to bring it up again, though. It's the largest bear to ever exist. 3,600 pounds, 11 to 12 feet tall. And it lived 1.8 million years ago to about 11,000 years ago. So humans did come into contact with this, which is the most massive bear ever. It was six feet tall at the shoulder, which means its shoulder without it standing up was taller than me. And if it stood up, forget about it. It could rip down a basketball hoop. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Beast of a bear. 11,000 years ago. Mm -hmm. The last short face bear we ever knew about yep did you know that um <clears throat> bajorn isn't that a band i don't know them uh it might be but it's also a first name in sweden um sounds like it yeah just talking about the word where the word bear comes from and it comes from an old english word bara which well it's just names for bears but but uh <clears throat> it's also in other languages bjorn which is the first name, which is also bear, which is also Swedish for like bear, famous bears that we'll talk about later in the podcast. But, um, but yeah, yeah, I just want to talk about the history of where, where the, where our translation of bear comes from besides where we first started seeing them in the world. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm glad you brought that up too, because a lot of ancient cultures and even medieval cultures thought of the bear as like this monster that could be summoned from the woods. Cause anytime you come into contact with the bear, you and your family and your tribe are basically fucked. These things are actually the boogeyman from the deep. They could kill anything, tear everything to shreds. And for that reason, they started using words like Bjorn or like the word bear in Old English that doesn't mean bear. Bear means the brown one. And other cultures like in uh, Finland, they would call it um, the, the honey hand because they didn't want to say the actual word because if you said it, that means you're, you could call it and summon it to you. And uh, in Old English, the bears were actually called Arcto, which comes from Old Greek. But they wouldn't call them Arcto because if you said that, you're asking them to show up at your campsite late at night and kill you. So they started calling them the brown one instead. And I'm sure that's the similar thing in Nordic countries to calling them Bjorn to say they're the brown ones. You don't say their actual name because you're just asking for trouble. Yeah. Yep. I know how that goes. Wow. Fun fact. I mean, that's how afraid they are of these things that they don't even want to say their name. I mean, back then, <clears throat> you know, like Beowulf is a, you know, another word, another term for Old English for bear, which is the same, same thing, you know. That they um, named that warrior after him from that old yeah. story. I didn't know yeah. that. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Beowulf. It's like, ter- it's like, it's for Beowulf, for bear, which means a brave warrior. So they named Beowulf after the, bear which is also a brave warrior because bears are pretty brave and, and they're also warriors mm-hmm. yeah. break that down so um yeah that's where the name bears come from and same with um uh same with the name ursula um, oh there's ursus in there huh? yeah which is funny because i've never met an ursula i really thought was cool i mean it could be definitely could be hot though if you I never even met one. I, I can only think of the witch from the Little Mermaid who steals her voice. 
Yeah. Yeah. They, but they, the Ursula's that I've met were all like my mom's like older, like they're like old friends from like when she was a kid and they were like old already, you know? So yeah. Like, yeah. No one's naming their or, daughter Ursula. Yeah. No, but that could, that could work out. I mean, you know how that goes. So, um, but Ursula. There are definitely more kids named Bear than Ursula now, I'd imagine. Oof, I mean, you never know these days. They're naming kids everything, these goddamn fucking parents. Um, goddamn. But, um, uh, Ursula, same thing, derived from a Christian saint's name, which means little she bear. I'm sure that the girls love that. <laughs> yeah. You remind I didn't us know also that they name, they call bears he bears and she bears depending on their sex. Didn't know that either. Yeah, it's weird. It seems like really I, I know informal. that it's a, when it comes down to uh, being creative with uh, girls, um, I know that it's you're walking a, a tightrope because in seventh grade one time, I don't know why people thought I had this magic uh, Dr. Phil ability with women, but I with girls, but I did when I was that age. And um, I did, I, um, I'll tell you, actually, there was one time where everyone in the class, something happened and everyone, I would just look at them really quickly and then say an animal. Mm-hmm. that they reminded me of which was yeah. also biased in a very strong way like the prettiest girl that i thought at the time i said she looked like a swan <laughs> um which as we know is actually a fucking horrible horrible thing to call someone yeah i mean they're monsters but you know no, classically they're no we know all fun. about swans and how fucking awful they are yeah it's really you, an insult you do it's an insult, but at the time, you know, you go, no, 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 it's a compliment. Until you, until you're just with your best bud in the fucking kayak, uh, coming across one, and you don't realize that they're fucking modern day pterodactyls. Will fucking, <laughs> yeah. fucking up. So not to be trifled um, with. No, no, but um, there was a uh, one girl who um, I just I, again I was I was being as honest as I could, but at first where the came in mind was Rhino made her cry. So that. <laughs> happened and not everyone can be a swan not everyone be a swan first word was rhino and she started crying because i'm a fucking asshole which girls don't like to be called giant beasts (laughs) no they don't um and i've been called an asshole before by women and um that was you yeah believe it or not um that was one of the first times and i was like yeah whoops (laughs) (laughs) well you live and you learn but she was pretty anyway so like come on you can't handle that fine you know, I just happened Bring to back down know, a saw your face. I don't know why, but it did. It happened. So what I'm saying is when you it wasn't her nose, was it? Actually not. It was her forehead. That really made me think that. But the I um that just the whole point is that Ursula is a bunch of guys who decided, you know, it means little she bear, but um that just might backfire if you say it to the wrong person or name the wrong child Ursula. They'd, they'd be like, Oh, you look like a bear. Yeah. Not good. Because um, you're <laughs> your big paws and your large forehead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and you're yeah exactly yeah your cute little ears and your huge nose was like so it was not bear you know we first yeah played. yeah those cute little ears and your big gut you walk yeah. with a bow leg and your mustache and all this hair and and you really like eating fish <laughs> <laughs> i love the way that your lips aren't attached to your gums yes <laughs> uh, i never knew that until i looked into bears their lips are not attached to their gums that's why sometimes when they're eating they have a floppy lips because their lips are actually attached to the sides of their mouth so they they're always like dropping their lips down and they're eating where our lips are tight to our gums so we can like talk and do all that shit bears couldn't even talk if they wanted to because their lips are all floppy wait i don't know i don't know about your fucking mouth but what do you mean my lips are attached to my gums i have a lot of room in between my gums and my teeth i know you hear that a lot 
tendon that's attached to your lips there. It's the same uh-huh. thing at the top there, where it's it's when you move your facial muscles around, mm-hmm. you can tighten them around your teeth. You know how um, <clears throat> dogs have that too, where they can pull their teeth back and snarl? I do. Like that. Bears don't have that. They don't pull their teeth back and snarl. When, they, when, they're, when you see their teeth, it's because their mouth is open wide so their lips get pulled back but usually they're just floppy around their mouths wow we already know that i uh, i'm surprised i've never broken that tendon i definitely have tried (laughs) yeah exactly it's like like, i just mess around with shit you're like "Mm," and you're like i can see if i can break this never broke it well i wouldn't recommend it you're gonna look like a bear actually would usually be a cool thing when it comes to your lips not being attached to your face not that cool yeah, that reminds me a lot of uh, Leatherface from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. His yeah. lips, on his, they're also not attached, so it's just like floating around. Yep, yep. it's very similar. <laughs> that might come up again later on, tearing people's faces off. <laughs> yeah, oh, it definitely will. Um, and I know the name of that guy, and uh, I'm very <laughs> excited because I read his. I read, I read a book about. We'll get there, but I read the book. I'll tell you. Nice, that. very cool. Um, so, so I just wanted to round out the rest of uh, what, what bears exist so we can start talking about stories about bears. So there yeah, is yeah, yeah. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I, they said there's nine kinds of bears. I only found um, eight of them when I was looking everything up. But they have the most classic bear we always think of, which is the brown bear. That's mm-hmm. the bear. A grizzly bear is actually a subspecies of brown That's bear. So they're the exact same animal. Yep. Um, but why they call them that is because they have gray and silver tips to their fur which means they're grizzled which i never knew until today grizzled i think of like the grizzled veterans or like this this grizzled person it it just means they have gray hair gray tipped hair that's what grizzled means i never knew that i I always Um, inflated it with uh the word grizzly which the word grizzly just means like the bear it doesn't mean anything with the gray hair but so like all that grizzly bears the bears with gray hair Damn. Yeah. I, I thought, you know, cause I remember like really trying to figure this out and I always thought that there were, they were identical for the most part, but there was a, there was actually like a more of an, they're more aggressive, but I don't know if that's true or not. Yeah. Well, there's also differences between brown bears where like bears that live deep in the woods aren't as large as coastal brown bears. So even within the same species, there's a lot of variation, even with the size of bears, when you look them up, yeah. The brown bear, unlike other bears, can vary hugely with size between 300 to 1300 pounds, all the same species. It just depends on where they are and their subspecies or whatever, but it's crazy how much they can vary just being one species of bear. I still wouldn't want even want to see a 300 pounder one, but seeing a 1300 pounder one, big yeah. old Kodiak grizzly, fuck off with it. Dude, yeah, fuck off with that is right. I mean, I think the biggest ones are on the coast of Alaska. Yeah, the Kodiak is where uh, a lot of this shit went down. Because Kodiak, Kodiak um, National Forest or Preserve or whatever they call it mm-hmm. is um, is a protected wildlife habitat for the grizzly bear specifically. There you um, go. And that's why, you know, people go there to see bears because it's like this is an area that they, they redlined to make sure they preserve the bears. And I'm glad they did, because as we go through the history of uh, people and bears, we find that because they're the boogeyman, people yeah. don't like them. No, they don't. No, they don't. So, yeah, that's Alaska. And that's, yeah, yeah, bears. So um, then we uh, have the black bear, which is the most common bear in North America. Those yeah. aren't that big. They mostly, uh, they don't eat meat as much as other bears. They mostly eat uh, berries and plants and things like that. They will eat meat, but they don't hunt in the same way that a lot of other bears will to, to, to kill and tear apart animals. They, they will still fight and 
they'll fuck up a wolf or anything like that, but they yeah. are not what you picture when you picture the uh, the Kodiak grizzly bear or something like that. Yeah, and, and all bears are omnivores, which mm-hmm. means more likely to be opportunistic. Like they're down with berries and shit. Yeah, as well they as eat bears. both plants and meat. Yeah, they'll eat your kid and they'll eat plants, but they probably eat more. Um, <laughs> yeah, they'll eat your kid and their kid's applesauce that they brought. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. They'll also eat a bag of Doritos. It's fine. You know, like, yeah. it's really cool. They don't um, really care what they eat. They eat mostly everything. Yeah, but they're not like bull shark, where bull shark uh, eat like car tires and license plates. Yeah, uh, bears are a lot smarter than sharks. Yeah. All right, don't, sharks don't, don't know how to open car doors. No, they don't. And and sharks also can't stand and sit like humans. No, they can't. <laughs> they don't know how to work honey. Yeah, they don't do. Yeah, yeah, they don't do that. Um, and a part of the reason why sharks can't do this and bears can is because um, unlike most other carnivorans, um, bears have plantigrade feet, which is human feet. Oh, uh, not quite though, right? Because plantigrade no. means that you're sitting, you you step on your the the soles of your feet when you walk rather than your toes. And humans do do that, but we still have that section in the middle of our heel and our the pad of our foot where we don't step completely flat footed. That's why when you look at a bare footprint, you can see the full pad, the full yeah. thing. In humans, it looks almost like a little crescent shape because you see the heel, a small edge, and then you see the the pad of the foot there. Yeah. So yeah, you nailed it. I mean, we don't uh, exactly have the same feet if you do look at them, but um... <laughs> I didn't mean the same value. That is a good point, <laughs> but we don't yeah. walk exactly like bears. Cause then we, we walk, well, some people do, and then they have fallen arches. Yeah. They walk like little drunk kids. Well, not little drunk kids, just little kids. Like little <laughs> Yeah. Um, and they do, they, they do sway back and forth. Like they have yeah. low legs too. When they walk yeah. there, they always like are shifting their weight back and forth. Yeah. Rather than when you see like a, a dog uh, run where they're, they're basically always on the front of their feet all the time. They're like toes, toes, toes. Yeah. Yeah. Another um, interesting fact um, besides how they walk and their feet and their toes, toes, toes is um, they're sexually dimorphic with regard to size. What's that? Um, Oh, because the different sexes are two different sizes. Yeah. I was hoping that would be funnier. It's just not funny at all. It just means that (laughs) humans are like that too, for the most part. (laughs) Well, you could be like, Hey, I'm uh, sexually dimorphic and you go what does that mean you're into (laughs) that means that i'm a i'm actually i'm I'm marginalized morphing into a different sex and you're like wow that's crazy um but it actually means not that at all like you know two sizes it just means that with regard to size um uh males males are much typically larger yeah which sometimes i you know actually you know this is a bunch of shit it's not shit but I thought that usually like the female uh, is bigger, but not turkeys. You know, not usually either. Yeah. A, a lot of times there are larger females, like in, you know, spider species, a lot of times the females are bigger. And yeah. a lot of different species of animals, the female is bigger because they're the ones that are rearing children and the males are just used for sperm or whatever. But again, yeah. much like saying, I thought the old things were bigger. It's like, well, it depends on what the species is. Some yeah. of them aren't, some yeah. of them aren't. Yeah, a lot of mammals also, have males be bigger because they're fighting for dominance. They're not really using their size to hunt. They're using their size to fight other males. True, true. Good point. Yeah, which is usually how it goes. Um, some humans too, like uh, Joe Pesci and um, um, Gilda Ratner. Uh, no, uh, the 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 arguably the best actress of all time. 
Marissa Tomei. Yeah, they're sexually dimorphic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're, they're the other way around. It might, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because of Vizzy, they're sexually dimorphic for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, I would rather not fuck with either of them. They're both tussle you up. Yeah, yeah, but it'd be worth it though. Um, for for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and uh, yeah, the other species of bears that a lot of ones I haven't really heard of much. The, there's the moon bear, also known as the Asiatic black bear. That one's got a, a crest on its chest. The sun bear, which is the smallest bear, and that one is only the size of a dog. So kind of like the the dawn bear we talked about the earliest one. It's like just like the size of a dog, but it, it's it's shaped like a bear. And those ones have big claws on the sides, much like the sloth bear, so they can climb trees easier. Brown mm-hmm. bears can climb trees too, but they're not very good at it because they're used to lumbering around and running around the ground. But those sloth bears that climb right on up those trees. Nice. Love and that. then you round it out with a spectacled bear. It's got stuff around their eyes. That's from South America, but it's kind of like the black bear too. And then, you... of course, mm-hmm. go ahead. Oh, no, I thought you were done. Go on. And, of course, the giant panda. Can't, yeah. You can't forget the panda bear. The nose bears, you know, they are omnivorous like every other bear. They mostly only eat bamboo. That's their yeah. big thing. And they even have an adaptation that one of their claws is to the side so they can use it on like a thumb like we have. They can hold on and eat it like a uh, candy bar or something. Yeah. Yeah. And one, uh, one cool uh, uh, um, panda bear fact is their uh, uni um, sexual or uni mate, whatever, means they just they find one love and that's it. One love. Like that's why it's so hard to get them to mate. Yeah, because they're like, hey, I fucking hate that asshole, or she's not hot enough, and no. <laughs> so yeah, they just, they just don't fucking. It's it's like, a, it's so bad. Like off completely because I I uh, think she's annoying. <laughs> yeah, like it's so bad for evolution. It's amazing that they made it this far, having that kind of idea on sexually reproducing. Like brown bears, they'll they'll meet whoever they can, and they'll drop as many loads as they can. Yeah. They don't give a shit. But pandas, <laughs> like you said, they, they won't do that, and that's why they've been endangered for years and years. They're it's, they're getting better now, um, but it's been like a hundred years, and they're like basically are gonna die out because not only have so many of them been killed. All the ones that are alive don't want to fuck. So what are you supposed to do? Yeah, maybe. I mean, no one asked me what I think we should do, but I'll um, ask you. What, should, what do you think we should yeah, do? Yeah, I think I have the solution to this. Um, <clears throat> um, you know, where you have, uh, you know, they're smart. They have. They can watch TV just fine. Um, I don't know. What <laughs> is that? Is that a fact? They can watch TV. No, but probably. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they they probably enjoy it. No, there's, there, you know, they, if they can fucking, sit down, you know, what I've seen, I've seen videos of bears sitting at, uh, you know, picking tables with people in the woods camping and they like give it a, it just sits there and like, what do they do? One guy's like, all right, mate, here's some peanut butter. And uh, the, the bears just eating peanut butter at the table while everyone's having lunch. Like, they, oh, yeah, they're, they're smart. They're definitely smart. They're smart. So if they saw a TV and saw um, naked hot bear getting railed, um, <laughs> it might, i think that most bears are naked but not all of them are true uh, true but it might just a bear doing a doggy style with their bare ass naked (laughs) their bare ass naked they might just get some ideas and then get desensitized the koala bear or sorry the polar fucking jesus the panda bear um they might just become addicted to that and then see just any old any old fucking rando on the street yeah start doing that i wouldn't be surprised if they tried it they've tried everything 
I bet I they have showed panda porno to the pandas and been like, anything? Does that do anything for you? Am I getting, getting addicted to this shit? Or are you going to whip it out? What do you want? <laughs> Come on. We shipped out your girlfriend from fucking Beijing. Yeah. Yeah. You wish money we paid for this video? Fucking watch it. That's yeah. also part of the reason why it's so hard to get them to mate because basically China knows that they're the only ones that have the natural habitat for them. So they like, they have a fucked, so, yeah. basically like a registry of every panda in the world. They're all on lease from China. Even the ones we have in America, we're not, we don't actually own them. China technically owns every panda in the world. Yeah. It's fucking it's stupid. Do you, um, did you mention, so you said eight out of nine bears, right? Yeah, well, yeah, we got one more, and it's the biggest bear that's alive. I didn't think that you had the answer because I was just gonna make a joke, but that's fine. No, go ahead, please. I don't want to jump on you. It's the uh, uh, I was gonna say North American, but no, I was gonna say it's it's uh, another big bear would be the um, classification for uh, some gay dudes. Oh yes. <laughs> if you had no answer i was like that's there yeah those are not bear. those are not um endangered at all those are uh flaunting it you know those bears They're doing just fine <laughs> yeah. so um that was my guess but did you mention can i is it actually koala did you say that yet no but i, I will mention biggest that bear. there's koalas are not big so no I, the uh, biggest one i haven't mentioned yet. i'll i will talk about koalas right after this though but the, uh, we haven't mentioned it yet is the um uh, the great white very close very close if that's a good Seriously? hint yeah oh i was making a joke so i was like what's the biggest thing out there great white whale blue whale well blue bear. well think blue bear. what blue bear the blue bear no you, you're so close great white bear what's a great white bear that exists and you know about? oh i know polar bear. yes exactly <laughs> <laughs> exactly right the polar bear it's the biggest bear in the world. I always think the grizzly bear is the biggest because you see it in all the different movies and TV and it's so terrifying. But the polar bear comes in at 1,600 pounds. It's easily the biggest bear in the world. And they live only in the, uh, the, the North Pole, the polar ice caps. And they, they're, they're actually classified as marine mammals because they spend so much time in the water. They can swim up to 20 miles without a break. Wow. It's What's a bear. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> in the water i don't know but i know on the land for at least brown bears their top speed is 40 miles an hour which is almost <laughs> insane that means usain bolt would get taken down easily the Fuck fastest you. man alive so that's what they say don't run from bears because they can run faster than every human on the face of the earth by at least 10 miles an hour so don't run they look fat and clumsy but they can get those muscles moving and they can run you down yeah. especially downhill forget about it Oh fucking, you're fucked. Yeah, exactly. Um, they can they, they can chase down like deer and stuff if the deer fuck up. Yeah, I I, I would happily be a bear for a oh, choice. Yeah. Bears kind awesome. of going on good. Not polar bears right now, but most bears seem to be okay. Yeah, um, polar bears. I, their biggest threat is just the climate. <laughs> bummer. Um, the uh, the and part I, if I have to speculate on this, I would say the polar bear is the biggest because. Um, it fucking mostly eats seals and that's a good meal. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I mean, it can go a very long time without eating because it has to, because sometimes it'll go a month without seeing any other life forms up there in the Arctic circle, but it eats seals. That's its main food source. Yeah. It's Unlike better. other bears, it almost only eats meat because there ain't a lot of berries and plants growing up there on the polar ice cap. 
Yeah, and to be able to, I mean, yeah, obviously if you have beach, a bunch of seals just chilling on the beach like they do, you know, like mm-hmm. and the polar bears sneak up on them, you'll get some good stuff there, but you ain't getting a seal out of the water. They're too fucking tricky. No, yeah, they, they, you're right, exactly. They only are really good at hunting seals if they're on land or on ice sheets or if they can snatch them when they're surfacing for air. Yep. They might pop their head up and then they don't realize, oh, there's a polar bear. They're waiting for me. That's how they get them. They can't outswim them, though. Seals can swim much faster than uh, bears because they're made to swim. They're not even yeah, made to I've tried to catch a seal a few times um, in the water. It's really, really, <laughs> really difficult. So I can see how that being an issue. But no, for real, though, I've seen surfing. They, they just pop their heads up and you're like, you're like, they're staring at you. And you're like, what the fuck? And then they go away. You can't really so cool. Them. Like fat water dogs. Yeah, they're freaky though, because it's like it it looks like well, you did you ever see uh, shape of water? No. Not that I'm trying to describe what a seal looks like, but um Yeah, because that has nothing to do with it. Like, right? It looks like the alien in that fucking falling in love with them. a fish man has nothing to do with seal. <laughs> yeah, the, the lagoon deep guy, whatever it's called. Blue. The creature from the black lagoon. Yeah, yeah. It looks like that. No, but like the way that the eyes are black and huge, mm-hmm. it, just, it just stares at you like that fucking monster does. And it's very unsettling when a seal makes eye contact with you. That sounds pretty wild. And they just spin, they just spin like this. Like it's like they're on a rotator chair. Like they don't just go like do shit. They like just spin. Yeah. They're like a periscope. Yeah, and they're fucking huge. I mean, they're giant. Yeah. I mean, I'd be nervous about getting around seals on the ocean because where there's seals, there's sharks. Same as when in the Arctic Circle, when there's seals, there's polar bears. So you get or killer whales too. So you gotta watch out. Well, if I get bit by a shark, I have a 50% chance of having a fucking good story. So, you know. <laughs> Yeah, the other fifty percent is not making it back to shore to tell it. Yeah, yeah, bleeding out in the fucking ocean with no legs. Yeah, but you know, yeah, you gotta risk it to get the biscuit. That's it. That's it. You know. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, to to talk about how well polar bears can hunt seals, they can actually smell a seal through a meter of ice. So I don't understand how their noses. What the are fuck that does that work? Um, but bears in general, their noses are their biggest asset, even bigger than their paws, because they can smell better than anything that we know about even against a bloodhound which is one of the dogs that has the best sense of smell on the face of the earth that can track down people for miles and miles bears have seven times stronger sense of smell than a bloodhound does seven times i, I just think i'm misunderstanding how this all works with the nose it's out um, of control imagine you put a, a fucking open can of tuna fish in a uh a sealed fuselage of an airplane like a 737 yeah and then then you stand like would you say 100 feet three meters on the it's ice descent descent all of a sudden have fucking superpower like it can't get out of there it's completely sealed like how do they smell it well three through meters on the ice is not completely sealed there is pores in the ice that like some scent gets through but i think what it is basically is that the scent particles that exist in the world are around us all the time little traces of different things that we are living with human noses we can barely smell anything so we figure mm-hmm. well you can't smell anything it's you got to be right there or it has to be really really intensely smelly to actually smell something from a while away but really yeah. the in world is completely inundated with smells we just don't have the noses to smell it it'd be like talking to a bat about how bright a rainbow is they'd be like what are you talking about there's barely any light anywhere i don't know i don't understand how light works it's like well it works if you're super sensitive to all that stuff which is why bears can smell something 18 miles away that's insane. It's, yeah. you know, multiple states. <laughs> I, 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 like, I get what you're saying, but right. I still, I still like, uh, which I'm not, I'm not stealing this because it was a comedian, but he talked, oh, it's the fucking dumbass Hicks from the South. 
They mm-hmm. talked about the speed of smell. <laughs> that, that's not a real thing. <laughs> uh, well, no, but like, all right, so let's just break this down because our listeners keep asking me. Let's break um, it down. Break it down. I open it back to tuna. Back, tuna fish is a smelly uh, thing, you know? Yeah. I open a can of tuna fish mm-hmm. 20 miles from a polar bear. Does he have a live? He can smell it. He fucking knows just like live radar. Like, holy yeah. shit, a can of tuna opened 20 miles away. How the, 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 the speed of smell can't do that. It goes with the wind. <laughs> yeah, because if you open it, it wouldn't smell it that second. But if there was a can of tuna sitting out there for a day, a polar bear 18 miles away could find it without even all right, seeing it. All right, so it. a day later, he's like, all right, it's just... It's, it's, it's not it's, instantaneous, well, no. Well, the parts per uh, million of tuna fish air is... Yeah. Like, once it's like... Like right now, I might there might be tuna fish air where I am. Right, yeah, for sure. you you just couldn't tell because um, your nose because of, of where you open a can of tuna fish in Providence, mm-hmm. and at my undisclosed location, forty miles north of there, that tuna fish air would uh, is probably here. It just you, you just know, can't smell it. It's so so we're diluted. Saying, all these all these words just keep getting thrown around. Mm-hmm. People are saying like y'all they can smell all this fucking shit from super far away it's like well we need a time frame and we need to explain this and i'm glad yeah but it's still true it's just yeah like i said the time frame that has to do with it It, it's not instantaneous much like anything any sense is not instantaneous yeah sharks come up a lot about this where they're fucking hats on backwards yeah they can smell a drop of blood from yeah they're like oh they can smell a drop of blood from 400 miles away i'm like all right so if i fucking cut my wiener off Mm -hmm. right now right now in the mm-hmm. ocean and then 400 miles away a shark just goes fucking shit and just starts going yeah no that that's you imagining that's how it goes that's not actually how it is 30 years of me it's more like you cut your dick off and you swim for 20 miles and then the shark finds you because it followed you for the entire way because it can smell the blood from that far away yeah okay yep and it can lock on like a little homing pigeon with mm-hmm. or like a bloodhound dick blood yeah 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 yeah, yeah. a dick bloodhound yep get it totally get that so anyway, yeah, if we could use bears to track, um, you know, missing pe- missing persons, they would work a lot better than bloodhounds, but they're a lot less cooperative. Yeah, they, they definitely are. And it, it, I, I have a feeling, unless it was a fresh missing person <laughs> kill, <laughs> yeah. um, they might not be interested because uh, yeah. animals, they don't want to eat old dead people, you know, like no yeah i mean they are they are scavengers a lot of times bears will actually eat dead animals rather than like wolves and hunt them down and kill them themselves but at the sure. same time they don't want rotten old meat. Too old. yeah rot, rotten's the the fine line for everything but bull sharks yeah i mean basically all animals don't want to eat rotten stuff because they still evolved the way we did that if you eat rotten things you get sick and you die so basically yeah, only bear. very few animals like vultures or bull sharks whatever really don't care because they have such a strong stomach that they, they could just eat anything they find yeah yeah exactly they don't want to be sitting on the toilet for too long you know now nah, they, they got they got places to be places to be uh people to kill whatever license place to taste yep yeah uh, yeah i just thought we had to bring up that that smell thing but mm-hmm. last little uh, animal factoid before we head into uh, our stories here is mm-hmm. you brought up koala bear it's funny how they say koala bear and people call them koala bears but that's a complete colloquialism they're not bears at all people only call them koala bears koala bears are not called koala bears they're called koalas because they're marsupials they're in the same animal kingdom as wallabies and kangaroos what 
yeah they are they're not bears well, i hear you i'm just i'm saying what as in like seriously yeah so they give birth unlike a lot of mammals where they gestate and then they give birth once the animal is fully formed as a baby marsupials give birth to almost a fetus and then the animal has to grow and gestate on the outside world which is why they have a pouch where they put their little baby in where it basically is growing in their stomach but instead of being inside the animal it's actually on the outside so you can see a little baby koala or baby kangaroo it looks like it belongs it's not done baking yet because it's not but they have them on the outside and they keep them in their pouch there and koalas do it very much the same way also their toes and their diets they're not like bears at all besides they're furry and they climb on trees it's their only similarities no shit yeah, which I think is that's why people call them koala bears because they seem like bears. But you can call a sloth a tiny bear with big hands. It's, it's not a bear. It's a different kind of animal completely. Yeah. Do you know the story? Um, just because this isn't this isn't necessarily famous, it just it just might be time for a, a nice little uh, fact. Um, yeah, is it going to be about koala STDs? Because that's always a fun one. No, but uh, you do that first though. Yeah, koala. I don't remember what it is, but the koalas, koalas, get, ha- koalas getting burned out there in the dating scene. Yeah, no, I think that there's a, that's an epidemic right now because koalas, again, they're native to Australia, which a lot of marsupials are. Um, a lot of STDs come from Australia, no matter what. There's a oh yeah, oh yeah, the bogans. Shit's coming from. But yeah, there's an epidemic of chlamydia within the koala community in the world today. That most koalas have chlamydia, which is not good for them, and it starts mm-hmm. to take down their immune mm-hmm. systems and all that. So mm-hmm. I thought that's what you're going to say that koalas have the same amount of STDs as the people in the villages in Florida. Cute. I mean, <laughs> not saying you're not right. Um, um, you know why they call it the clap? Mm-mm. Really? Please tell me. I'm telling you, yeah. So uh, chlamydia, uh, you know, famous STD. Is this the one that um, uh, ate Al Capone's fucking brain through his dick? Syphilis, you're thinking of. Ah, fuck. Okay, all right. Well, anyways, um, it's all good. Uh, same thing. This, all that's good. just a side fact. It's all um, good. He, uh, for those who don't know, Al, Al Capone loved whores that was his fucking thing mm-hmm. everyone's got a fight all the time like hey oh what do you like to do for fun outside of work and shit and you know whatever and they go oh, i like to go to skateboard whatever and his is just fucking horse it's his thing yeah he didn't even get into vert skating he got right into the horse. yeah he didn't even he skipped skateboarding right to horse um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah a lot the- in common with bam margera but the only thing he didn't have in common was skateboarding yeah yeah, exactly. So, but anyways, uh, chlamydia, also known as the clap, um, mm-hmm. when it was first invented, um, chlamydia, um, like it was like a religious problem, you know? So like the priests and nuns and who's ever looking at people's dick pus um, mm-hmm. used to clap it, take a book and clap it out. Like put, uh, the, put the penis in a book and then slam the book shut. Jesus Christ. Talk about throwing good money after bad. Kicking you yeah. while you're down. Talk about ruining a good book too. <laughs> <laughs> That's literature abuse. Yeah, those pages are stuck together for a different reason. And it, it, it is not, funny, the history of SD. what you want to know. Yeah. Because it really is the, before you had like all these like pregnancy tests and scientific testing and medical testing, it is the end all be all with you had sex with somebody. If you yeah. have an STD, you didn't, that's like the whole myth of catching it on the toilet seat. There's like zero 
exact examples of that in science. People can't. I know, but I bet I could. I bet if there was STD on toilet seat, I would. I, if someone was like, "You need to get that STD in you," I could. I could get it in there. <laughs> yeah, I hear that. There's no way. Like you got it. You can definitely. I know this, but but you'd have to really try because what it happens is you have yeah. to you have to have the um, the touching of mucous membranes in the body, which is what transfers the disease. Mm -hmm. So actually, mm -hmm. sitting your skin on a piece of porcelain does not transfer diseases. Diseases have to live within a host, and they can't live mm -hmm. on ice cold porcelain. Which is why I remember that MythBusters episode. Yeah, the toilet seat has some of the least amount of bacteria in your entire house because yeah, people don't really put doesn't live there. there very long. Yeah, yeah. Well, it depends on what toilet, whose toilets. I mean, I know I saw the episode too, but I've seen some pretty bad ones. Yeah, but it's still looking at how gross it looks, full of piss and shit, doesn't mean it has the same bad bacteria that's raw chicken on your kitchen counter. That's, you don't wash it. Absolutely, definitely. So definitely. yeah, uh, koalas well, um, have chlamydia. Yeah, <laughs> and that's what. Uh, <laughs> just so you guys know. Now, if you didn't know, now you know. Yeah, another two things that aren't bears: red pandas. They're called pandas. They're not bears either. And raccoons are also not bears, even though they're called trash pandas. But in Europe, they used to call them washing bears because of the way that they would dip their food in water, which they still do. And it's hilarious cool. to watch raccoons will clean their food off because they have little hands. They'll dip it in the water. You got to watch the clip. I'll see if I can't find it of the koala. Someone gives them, not koala, uh, raccoon, giving them uh, cotton candy to eat. And the raccoon dips it in the water to wash it because it likes to wash its food. Yeah, I and saw it, that. And it yeah, disappears. And then it's, so it's, it's, it blows its little so mind. Sad. It's like it's feeling around the water. And it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Poor so little sad. thing. No, it's a really sad video if you want to cry. It's like we feel so bad. Yeah, but it's all right. You know, wants, I know, but he just wants it'll be fine. Candy. I get it. I know. It's funny um, though. Yeah. So, one other type of bear too um, uh, that I just, it's just, I feel like just time to mention this is the teddy bear. Right, know, yeah, made famous, know, yeah, by uh, Theodore Roosevelt, who was a huge um, no, moving no, force with um, making state parks in America. And because of him and a lot of legislature that people like him put across, we still have small parts of America that are actually true. stopped from becoming strip malls or bought up by Chinese real estate firms. We can actually still have animals out there. That's right. And the the thing is, it's just just like everything in this country. This like like you know like Ring Around the Rosie and all those fucking songs. Yeah, you know it's like the same type of thing. It's called the Teddy Bear because it's named after Theodore Roosevelt, but specifically because in 1904, um, someone I don't know. It's that time, so this shit was always going on. Had a live black bear tied to a tree and told him to shoot it, uh, and he refused to shoot it. So he got the nickname Teddy Bear. There you go. And also, I mean, he killed a lot of bears, but he's also, he saved more bears. Bear, he, he did it fairly though. Okay. That's yeah, all he hunted them down. He, they were out there and not tied to trees, but once they're tied to yeah. trees, he goes, I'm not doing this. Yeah. That's not very sportsman like at all. And Just that guy has nothing to do sports. I don't, uh... <laughs> yeah. Cut the rope, let it run. <laughs> but yeah, those are, uh, those are our facts about bears, you know, so we can talk about, uh, bears going oh yeah my, my, my last thing about bears is that hibernation <clears throat> is a huge oh, part yeah. about bears you think they, they get uh all their food and get nice and fat for the winter and then they go to sleep and they hibernate over the winter time it's actually a misnomer because hibernation the scientific term means something different than what bears do and hibernation is very extreme very little amount of actual like mammals and things do it. it's mostly only insects that do it because of the extremes it has to go to or amphibians because hibernation means you shut down most of your body and you, you your body stops regulating temperature 
So hibernating animals can be as cold as their surroundings, but only some core systems in their bodies still maintain themselves and they cannot be woken up. They only become unhibernated or awakened when their body cycle gets back in. So if you find a hibernating animal, you can do whatever you want to it because it can't wake up. But bears do not fall for that. Don't poke the bear when they're sleeping because they don't hibernate. They go into something called a torpor, which is when a lot of their body's systems shut down, including their digestive system. So they start consuming all the fat that they have amassed over the time just to stay alive, but they can be woken up at any time and their temperature stays the same so they can survive the winter. So they're actually just using all the fat they have in their body to survive in their torpor, which also means bears do not shit when they're quote unquote hibernating. The entire time that they're in their torpor, they never shit. They just consume all the fat and all their body waste gets recycled into their body. So they don't shit for months on end. You can imagine the first one after you wake up, stretch your paws out, and then just really let it rip after two wow, months. This guy smells so bad. <laughs> yeah. It's your own burnt out body fat over two months. It's going to smell Ooh, like hell. It's going to be terrible. <laughs> so does a bear shit in the woods? Yes, but not when it's into torpor. Not when it's in torpor, but it does also shit at nursing homes. <laughs> <laughs> We've mentioned this on the podcast before. <laughs> we do want to bring up Cummings Foundation again. Any chance we get. Any chance we get because just we're just uh we're just uh, we're also in hibernation as far as what to do about this yep. topic. I'm but, in a torpor right now. Uh, there is a property that we have brought up on the podcast a couple times, uh nursing home in Marlboro that was bought by a certain organic uh, property management firm that puts these orange monoliths on all their fucking shit. And our loyal uh, listeners know all about it. They don't, they do, and um we have updates. Um and um, the one thing that they might have also hid from the people is that um, uh, me, <laughs> common uh, uh, character on their emails and YouTubes, um, uh, frequent behind there often because it's a whole set of trails, like right. woods. And, uh, and there's a easement through uh, New Horizons in the back uh, for those trails because the trails were there before the property so mm -hmm. you can cut through their grass and their fucking gazebos and shit and to get into the woods one day i was getting back there around my bike and uh by the dumpster in the back parking lot i was like what's that um <laughs> what, 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 what's that there um, bear. <laughs> yeah. so didn't see the bear, but uh, I saw a big pile of shit and mm -hmm. uh, took a second and said, okay, well, um, usually the things that are weird in this world are usually the most obvious. So um, this is either uh, an elderly folk who took a shit in the parking lot. <laughs> Don't rule it out. Not ruling it out. Uh, anything is possible these days. Uh, stuff like that happens um, mm -hmm. um, totally totally could be possible but it was a lot and it looked different um, uh, it could have been another animal not in the area I mean you've got dogs you've got coyotes you've got there are wolves you've got uh, cats like skunks, uh, skunks chipmunks possum. moles, possum rats um, uh, a lot of birds like owls and eagles and oh, yeah uh, 
shit you know like hawks and there's a there's a good population of uh, uh what's but that not cat? all that's of fucking, those shit that what's big. that cat that screams like a fucking murdered woman fisher cat that's fisher actually cat, a weasel fucked up thing um yeah there's a lot of stuff out there anyways but i was like this is wild and i've seen bear shit before on the television and that is definitely bear shit but let me take a picture of it it being in a parking lot really drives it home too because like so seeing funny. a shit in the grass is gross but like seeing it on pavement is a whole other thing <laughs> so funny so <laughs> funny like it's at the very back and like a bear just went through there and we're like you know what i'm gonna take a shit it's fucking nursing home <laughs> no one tells them what where to shit nope nope so um yep took a picture of it and then just pulled up on my phone bear shit and i was like god damn that is definitely bear shit so there is a bear in Marlboro. Uh, I've never seen it personally, but I did see it shit. And it definitely shit at New Horizons about 100 <laughs> feet from the orange monolith, if anybody's wondering. Oh, wow. I would love it if it took a shit right on that monolith. Oh, man, that'd be so funny. Just see it. Use it to scratch <laughs> its back. Mine is a bear squatted down like a dog shitting. You're like, what the? What, is that for real? Like, like, and like it, 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 that's the thing where it looks at you. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like the, they do this they put their head up like, a, <laughs> like oh man so that's something i saw there shit so um uh yeah uh, so just just a few more little things about bears before we uh, take a commercial break sure um, and get into the fucking the meat of it oh um, yeah good stuff yeah is um communication um uh bears produce a number of vocal and non-vocal sounds tongue clicking like i'm guessing tongue clucking is probably what they mean uh, uh grunting or chuffing maybe made in cordial situations so what does that mean like when they're having drinks <laughs> <laughs> so um uh, yeah so, uh, <laughs> we don't know um I would assume it was like uh, when they're doing mating rituals or they're having like a confrontation with other bears, like when, when it's time for bears to have to have a chit chat with each other, but that's fucking hilarious. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that sounds about right. Um, yeah. Uh, it says something that yeah, between mothers and cubs or courting couples, like you said, um, while moaning, huffing or snorting or blowing air. Oh boy. Um, I'm getting a little bit hot and bothered here. Wow. Are you getting turned on by that? Oh yeah. Um, yeah, so moaning, huffing, snorting, or blowing air is made when they're stressed out. Mm -hmm. um, barking is also produced at times of alarm or mm -hmm. excitement um, or to give away their position. Yeah, I would say as a rule of thumb, if bears are making any noise, you want to stay even farther away from them than usual because that means they're, yeah. uh, they're upset about something. Yeah, yeah, but, but be really concerned when they are jaw clicking or a lip popping lip popping this sounds Ooh. hot as fuck. fucking so hot right now um jaw clicking like i can crack my jaw because i have tmj i don't maybe they go they do that maybe um, i don't know maybe lip popping uh maybe that or or yeah to put, they put their thumb in their mouth and they <laughs> yeah they do the lollipop thing um Teeth chatters, bellows, growls, and obviously roars and pulsing sounds are made uh, at times of uh, time to fucking get the fuck out of there. Oh, um, yeah. And uh, those Terrifying. are the, so, but um, 
Yeah, they, they stand upright when they want to get bigger. Their chest markings uh, are intimidating. Apparently, they scratch themselves, make some cool looks on there, like tattoos. Yeah, the sun bear and the moon bear both have like the big chest piece that's different colored fur, which they don't really know why they evolved that, but they think it's to be like an intimidation factor. It makes them look bigger and more, you know, intimidating, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I think it's intimidating. Oh, I'm so, terrified. Yeah, it's working. Um, working well and then obviously if you're in the woods they do a couple things um they um uh if you can smell well which i can't um uh, but also look if you're looking for a bear and bears are hard to hunt easy to trap unfortunately yeah. um, because they're they're just so fucking stubborn they just don't stop doing the same shit they rub against trees and scratch trees to spread their scent um, but they also bite and claw the tree as well so you know and they do that just like dogs piss um, because they want to um, draw attention to the marking post. Yeah. Um, and uh, but pandas are a little different because they do it more like dogs. Um, they piss on shit, and they also produce a waxy substance from their ass and put that Gross. on. Their yeah. That's pretty. Yeah, cool. Their though. anal glands produce a waxy substance, and then they just smear it all over the tree. Yeah, when you look into like glands with mammals, it's completely disgusting. Like so they have these entire organs that are just made to spread their filth all over the world because they don't have phones. And say it better myself. Yeah, so it's gross. Maybe it's time to get them some phones. Yeah, so get the phones so they can leave those uh, waxy discharge yeah. off of their butts. Imagine like, you're out there and you're like, you know what? Uh, yeah, I'm just going to squeeze out this uh, wax out of my fucking anal gland and put it on that tree. Yeah, how else are gonna people are gonna know I'm here? <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. What did you? Oh, yeah, hey, dude, how was the day, man? What'd you do? Um, well, besides communicating um, and uh, moaning, I uh, uh, just went and picked out 15 trees in the woods and put uh, squeeze out shit from my ass and put it all over it. Oh, cool, sick man. Cool. Yeah, yeah, nice. you're walking, you're walking around, you're like, oh, yeah. oh Dylan was here last week. That's oh, fucking Dylan's awesome. Here. Nice, dude. That guy's fucking. Sick. I'll have to give him a call. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rub your ass all of the tree. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I'm gonna rub my fucking ass on this other tree so he knows that I was here too. You know. Mm -hmm. Then I go back and go, oh man, dude, Joe was there. Sick. We all just want to be noticed, no matter what species you are. Yep. That's it. That's it. So, um, yeah, we covered all the the juicy meat of uh, glandular activity for the most part. And um, <sighs> we can take a quick uh, old commercial break, and we'll get right back into uh, maybe some bear stories and some attacks and some. Uh, fucking famous bears and all sorts of cool shit and some hunting. Let's do it. All right. Be right back. Look for the bear necessities, the simple bear necessities. Forget about your worries and your stress. I mean the bear necessities or Mother Nature's recipes that bring all right, the bear so, uh, necessities to life. All right, here, uh, wherever I want. Wherever I you shouldn't be. It's already tagged us. You have to be. <laughs> you have to be an adult to watch it on YouTube. Oh really, Joe? When you were six years old, you couldn't make a fake fucking YouTube to. Oh yeah, you, I, I could, but I'm saying the blame is not on us at that point. It's the same for Spotify. I put it as explicit because even if we're talking about marshmallows, we still say fuck shit, piss, and everything else. Yeah, I, everything exactly, everything else. So, anyways, um, yeah, uh, we're talking about some hunting bears. Um, uh, I, how do I feel about this? So, um, bear hunting. Um, overall. If I'm you, not asking for your opinion overall. I think we can round it out with that. I want to talk about the concept in general. I'm not asking if you like it or not to start out with. 
Okay. Let's, right, let's talk right, about right. What, what, what it entails before we talk about how much we love it or hate it. Yeah. Let's all right. Yeah. I appreciate the, um, uh, that. So, um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, no, no, I, but, I, 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 yep. So bear hunting, you give this, you start the sauce. I'll start it off just talking about, we're talking about bear hunting in general. It's the idea that got us on the topic to start out with, but bear yeah. hunting in the modern day looks a lot different than it did back in ancient times. I mean, looking back to what ancient bear hunting looks like is more along the lines of the Bjorn or the bear talking about they're not Arctos talking about the monster that lives in the night and comes into your campsite and kills your kids and eats them alive. It's a monster in the woods. Killing bears back then had to do with defending yourself and your family and gathering resources for your tribe, especially as humans migrated more and more Northern. We don't have the biological advantages that Northern woolly mammals do. And a lot of times people would hunt bears, not just to defend themselves, but to take their pelts and their meat. A bear could feed you for days and days and days. The things weighing up to 700 pounds of a bear that could feed your whole campsite, your whole tribe for weeks on end. And you have nice, sure, sure, of course. And you have this awesome bear fur to keep you and your family warm through the wintry months that the bears have naturally to wear over them. And obviously wearing the bear skin on your head makes you a total badass if you killed it because it means you took down one of the monsters of of the woods. And back then, They were using spears. I mean, even, you know, bows and arrows at the time would not be strong enough to pierce through most bear hides. It wasn't until the longbow was invented years later to have a bow that could strike a bear that strongly. And even with the spears, the technique is mostly jab and move, stick and move like you're boxing because you're not going to go head to head with the bear and take it down. You need multiple people tracking it over a long period of time. And it basically comes down to the ancient hunting method, which is make them bleed out and chase them down. Mm-hmm. only way to do it and i really wouldn't think that defending yourself from a bear is really even an option back in ancient times it's really as soon as they're upon you you're already dead there the only chance you have is... <laughs> we'll get to that in a minute yeah <laughs> the the best way to kill a bear is not to be defending yourself but to be hunting them down yeah which like you said before not easy it's easier to trap them than to hunt them down but i just thought even looking back into our most ancient cave paintings, what are they of? They're of people and animals. And they have depictions of bear hunts with people surrounding the bear and the bear viciously uh, defending itself against the tribes of old Homo sapien. Yeah, yeah. I would say it's one of our most uh, deepest, deepest rooted prizes in all of hunting in the history of humanity, along with the woolly mammoth is the great bear because woolly mammoth are nearly impossible to kill with a spear but at least they are eating plants and roaming around as giant monoliths themselves. Bears eat people sometimes. They sure do. More back then than they do now. But back in that day, like we talked about in other podcasts, humans weren't the force of earth-shaking manipulation we are now with technology. We were just another one of those monkeys. We just knew how to use tools better, but we're just as much prey as the next thing in the woods. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I just want to touch on um, the metal collection in Houston, Texas, real quick, because you go. did you did uh, forget to mention that there is one way, just only one though, to defend yourself against a bear when you're hunting a bear. What's that? Uh, it is uh, it is the Siberian bear hunting suit. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't think I missed it yet because I thought we were early enough on that. Uh... 
it's just the spears and the and the arrows and you know wearing bear hides the siberian bear hunting suit didn't come around until the modern day i mean we have photographs of it and it's in a museum but all right all right so we'll i would i would not have missed that yeah. please please don't Everyone, please talk everyone. about it okay all right so the um bizarre costume that is only known in the metal collection in houston texas <laughs> the private art fucking whatever the fuck place in houston um and somehow they got um they got a hold of this suit that's from the 1800s that turns you into a human blowfish because apparently in Siberia, they had such a fucking problem hunting bears. Bear problem. People getting a bear, had a real bear problem from people getting the fucking shit beat out of them by bears that they said, one guy goes, I have an idea. It's like, let's just make yourself spiky. And then yeah, the bear won't want to touch you. Care. I have a wild feeling that the one in existence is the only one left because the rest of them were the guys got their fucking heads smacked off. <laughs> the bear doesn't yeah. care. And the bear doesn't know, like, oh, I'm not going to touch that guy. He's like, they're probably like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it, it might hurt the bear after it already touches it. But at that point, you're already dead. So who gives a fuck? I mean, like you like- could wear that suit. There's no um, concussion suppression. So you just get knocked out and then you're just, you're in a spike suit and you're KO'd. Your brain hit the side of your skull so hard. You don't remember what your name is. Yeah, it's not like a fucking transformer suit that gives you this big exoskeleton robot. Like you're completely. Yeah, no, you're not any stronger. It's, it's just you're just a pointy. Suit that they put like when they make snow tires, they put studs through the outside. They're like this. So yeah, you're yeah. like, yeah, I'm good. Then the bear is like, yo, this is supposed to work. And the guy, the guy who's been <laughs> the one that's just waiting for the bear to go like this, then he just goes, "Bears, nope, bears charging. Bears, uh, oh, I, yeah, no, he'll stop when he sees me." boom literally hits his head so hard that it fucking blows off and hits a tree yeah yeah and it sticks to the tree too like a velcro ball can i get my uh can i my 25 cents back for the suit because that was a real letdown um yeah i would say that that's an anti-bear eating you suit because it won't want to eat the suit but that's about all it's going to save you from is getting eaten alive you will still die yeah but it's really fucking it's really cool looking yeah like it's but even at that time, it, that was still a bear hunting suit in the era of firearms. People who wore that bear suit still had a rifle when they hunted bears. Oh, yeah. so, so that's on top of having a spiky suit, you still had black powder and you had musket balls and rifles to shoot the bears with. And you're still terrified of them. So I can't imagine having nothing. Yeah, I, I can't either. And and just back to back to backtrack a little bit. Um, yeah, for the majority of the time, it was, a, it was even a rite of passage for boys to take out a fucking knife and go there and kill a bear and then then i mean that beats any bar mitzvah i've ever heard of yeah it's true yeah that's definitely a a good way to grow a pair yeah i would be uh, i would still be a boy if that was the case yeah i'd probably be dead because i would have gone for it then because i was dumb but um (laughs) uh but uh that doesn't i don't know that can't end well for most boys i mean people definitely died doing that for sure definitely have died doing that so. Their spirit went to the great beyond where the bears uh, reign supreme in the spirit world. They, they do. And speaking of the spirit world, well, all we have for a second, um, Let's... you know, again, uh, we're in the year of the tiger. We're talking about bears. Um, just so people are wondering uh, after this podcast, you might have a dream about a bear. You might. It happens. You know, shit weird shit happens. Sometimes you, you know, have a wet dream. Sometimes you have a dream about a fucking uh, weird shit are you talking about the queen's bears again or talking about a bear the animal uh oh i mean i don't know but right now i'm talking about the bear the animal (laughs) 
If you dream of a bear, you will get lucky. You ought to try something risky, such as playing the lottery. So if you dream of a bear, it's probably time to play the lottery. Um, if you dream of killing a bear, the fiercest enemy of yours will experience a loss. Always a good way to wake up, knowing that your person you fucking hates uh, getting shit. Um, it's like when you're on, it's like uh, there's this funny meme that came up. It was like, I saw someone hotter than me on Instagram, so I deleted Instagram. I saw someone uh, who just got married on TikTok, so I deleted TikTok. And I saw someone from high school who just announced that they're going to jail for six years on Facebook. I'll keep Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so you're chasing a bear means you are strong and courageous. Hmm. Um, the bear spirit of, inside you, Kimasabi. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of good, um, uh, good representations of um, people who, when you dream of bears, it's usually seen as a, a, a good sign. Um, so if you have a bear in your dream after this podcast, uh, it's probably you're going to get lucky and um, your enemy is going to die or um, <laughs> or um, you um, have unhindered visions of how people are acting in the future and that will be your strength. Just um, hell yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of different cultures worship bears in the same way yeah. that they feared them, including, you know, the German Slavs, Finnish people, Celtic people, Britons, Thracians. I mean, they're such a, a unifying force in the woods that everyone knows what bears are and everyone respects them and fears them as they should be respected and feared, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Native Americans like basically believe the bears are a sign of exactly that like strength, power independence because bears are social but they're also one of the least social animals out there they're yeah unlike wolves that hunt in packs bears uh they live alone and the only times that bears live amongst each other for prolonged period of time is when the mother is raising the cubs and but they're not territorial animals they will intermingle and they will live amongst each other but they don't um travel together unless they're just growing up and at some point the mama bear says get the fuck out of here and be your own bear and that's how they all travel alone until only sometimes a year you'll see them together, whether it's mating season or it's time in Alaska, for example, when the salmon come home to roost and they all gather around the fishing grounds. Yeah, I've also heard they're really, um, they like a good uh, a good challenge. So um, they also are known to get together as a group when they see uh, one Russian guy in a Siberian bear hunting <laughs> suit. And they go, guys, um, he's back. Ding, ding. Uh, Ding, ding, ding. First <laughs> one to fucking rip this guy's head off wins. And they go, all you right, fishing rights for the year. We're not usually social, um, but this is fucking hilarious. Look at this guy, this, this <laughs> asshole. He looks ridiculous. We're going to. We can all come together for this, can't we? Yeah. Let's kill this fucking guy. He's so funny. Let's tie him to a tree <laughs> with a rope. <laughs> this guy really, this guy really needs to be taught a lesson. Yeah, exactly. Let's tie him to a tree with a rope and then fucking see what he thinks about that. Uh, him, like in the revenant when leonardo caprio gets the shit yes out. yeah that's gonna come up later yeah, for yeah, we'll get there sure later, but let's just uh yeah this guy in this suit that is we're just gonna keep throwing this up here because it's so funny that someone went all right um mom I'll see i like you. where his head's he's at this. he's wearing that he goes uh, i'm just gonna go go feed the family for a while <laughs> leaves here like the tin man to go yeah because you can't even woods. sit down it gets stuck Dress. in the ground yeah oh for real yeah yeah so you're wearing cleats on your whole body God forbid he fell over. He can't get up. It's like wearing exactly. Which is probably the first thing that happens when you encounter a bear. <laughs> you fall over, <laughs> then you're stuck. <laughs> no, even better. Even better. He hits a tree on the side and is stuck to a tree. Like Velcro. Just... Yeah, exactly. Like Velcro. 
Um, and you're just waving your arms and legs as the thing systematically tears you, you to you pieces. You get out of fucking suit. The thing is just beating the shit at you while you're literally sh- uh, nailed to a tree. By yeah, you're nailed own, to a tree. <laughs> by your own fucking hand. You know? Man's own hubris bites oh, him in the God. ass again. So fucking funny. That's Again, you are a human blowfish that's going out there who thinks you can outdo what the most powerful creature out there at the moment the and biggest land predator on planet earth the bear with technology that was as someone's idea to combat a problem that didn't really exist and then um and then um i know i forgot i was going with this but it's not really funny to say besides you're just you're <laughs> it's just fucking ridiculous oh yeah and you also look like uh pinhead or needle boy from, yeah you look like pinhead yeah yeah pinhead from uh, not needle boy pinhead razor hellraiser you just are dressed up like him and it's fucking so funny the precipice of plain pain and pleasure yes <laughs> hunting yes. a bear yeah, yeah quite the thing all four uh getting uh bear skins some good ass fucking meat apparently just don't eat it raw I've never um, eaten it before, um, but people say I haven't either, or maybe I did one time. I'd try it though. I would try it. Oh, definitely, yeah. But it can also, you know, the fat is the same thing. Back in the day, it's been used as you know, lamp oil and all. Yeah, and they have all those fat reserves for when they're going to be going to their torpor. So yeah, a lot fatties. of fat. A lot of fat. Apparently, the meat is greasy and has a coarse texture and a sweetness to it that requires a uh, certain palate to appreciate. Um, and, so it tastes uh, like always- shit. Yeah, it means it tastes like shit. And uh, <laughs> always remember, according to easyinarticles.com, um, if you plan on eating kind of bear meat, be sure it's cooked thoroughly because uh, it yeah. can contain parasites known as trichinella, um, which uh, mm. can be dangerous to humans and uh, might uh, make your dick fall off. I don't know. but um, That's not good. <laughs> they avoid it all together. But yeah, when it comes to modern hunting techniques, obviously it's like all humanity. We're total cheaters now. Gone are the days of the human pincushion. Bear traps are called that because they hunt bears, which is those things where you have the pressure plates stepped on and the clamp comes together to kill them. And I think that in most history for the 1800s up until now, that's how you hunted bears. Bear skins were worth as much as beaver pelts, which in the old frontier days was worth as much as gold because you couldn't really have textile mills developing all this shit you had to either sew it together with whatever plants or animal fur you had or you had to kill an actual bear to get the bear first so it's worth a lot of money i think a lot of bears were trapped that way and then they had to starve to death or be murdered in a terrible way it's totally cheating and nowadays people have high-powered rifles that can do just that the only you know defensible part of it is that the animal could actually kill you if you miss um but you could still totally cheat to win now so nowadays bear hunting is not nearly the sport it was back when you had to put a spear in their side to become a man yeah no absolutely um i do um uh since we're wrapping up hunting i do want to uh do a screen share with the with the sound on um of what um uh what a bear trap is i think this is very uh this is a you know a bear um getting caught in a trap uh so discretion advised i'll tell it so <laughs> i'm a gummy bear gummy bear
Oh, dude, Robot Chicken, so great. The first two seasons. I'm glad that the audio got stifled because that is ear shattering scream that Bear lets up. Oh, that's a fucking. So that's a bear trap. In case I haven't. totally forgot about that. Yeah, but that's yeah, ruthless, ruthless brutality. Yeah, yeah, bad news. Bad news. Yeah, total, totally should be just that shouldn't be a thing. Yeah, I, I think that certain ones are illegal now because it, like I said, it is cheating. And probably that one. <laughs> a lot of the times people, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Also, people are always in danger of leaving the animal there. If you never go back to the trap, you just you just trapped an animal and tortured it for no reason and yeah. it just dies. You never go back. So it's, it's no way to. No. In the days where we can survive without having bear pelts or eating bears, there's really no need for bear traps anymore. I, I think it's completely yeah. obsolete. Yeah, and like the the hunters that I've spoken with, and I know a lot of them. Um, so for starters, bears do are very defensive of their family members. It's like maybe just don't leave them alone. Like, yeah, if you leave bears alone, they don't hunt people like that. Well, um, and, and most bears. Some stories are, are different, but we'll get they that. run away. They're not. They're not like, oh, I see a bear. It's gonna fucking rape me. It's like, no, no. Yeah, they're no, they don't like. They don't want to be around you. You don't want to be around. They run them. away. Like they're like little fucking pests. Like they just. You that's why people will wear bells when they go to national parks and stuff so that the bears can hear you're coming so they can get out of your way because they don't want to be surprised by you but most bear attacks happen when either a mother's defending her cubs or a bear has been surprised and that's when they freak out but if you see a bear a mile away and it sees you it's just very unlikely you're going to be attacked by that bear yeah yeah and uh yeah and the thing is their their lifespan is over 20 years it's like maybe don't kill it like yeah i mean it, it lives like they can live up to 30 years so like it, leave it alone. our lifespan up until now it could be an entire bear's life and you're just going to trap it in a, in a iron shackle because you want to eat it it's fucked up or because it's worse or worse because of sport um yeah just to hang yeah, it on your wall hunting it's here's the thing it's it's just that as because we have to bring it up Hunting is in competition, not in competition, but it's an alternate way to, re, you know, feed yourself compared to factory farming. Factory mm-hmm. farming is worse, guaranteed, hundred yes. percent, no question. But hunting is also like they're in nature and they're just living their life, and human intervention is never good. Mm-hmm. So what's worse? Yeah, like it's, maybe, uh, it's not maybe there's like overpopulated deer, and you can take a few of them, fine. But mm-hmm. um, even then, still, it's just so I don't know. Like it's all fucked. It's all fucked. It's all fucked. It's all fucked up. The thing yeah. is, we have to eat animals to live, which is fucked. Yeah, just... and if it were me, I mean, I, I don't know if I can do it. I, um, I, but... I don't think I could actually do it unless it was a survival uh, thing. Where if I was oh, really hungry and I was going to die in the woods, I could definitely kill an animal because that that yeah, level well, of hunger, I've yeah, never, yeah. excuse me, I've never felt that in my life. Luckily, I live in America. And I have the all the privileges of being an American citizen who doesn't have to starve. But if I was hungry, actually starving, I'm pretty convinced that I could uh, I could do it. But it, only because of that, though. If I just yeah. went out on the weekend for a, a trip with the boys up there in the northern woods to take a gun and shoot this animal in the head and cut it to pieces and bring it back, um, even for food, I don't think I, I could do it. I, I don't I don't like that idea. Yeah, it's it's really fucked. And like maybe at mo- I mean I I, I don't know. If- I'm sure I could do it because you just kind of get into something that, that you don't usually tap into. Yeah, I mean it's the I, ancient I believe in, uh, human I believe mentality. In, like, if I were to if I were to go out there and spiritually take a deer that would feed me for a year because they kind of can, it's like that much food, six months a year. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you get a lot. And I've had deer meat from people who are friends of mine who've given me that they killed. And it's it's lovely. It's nice. It's healthier. It's whatever. And you are said- you are is way more sustainable to the environment to take one deer for six months than to just keep going to market basket and buying ground beef you know like yeah it's no contest and and the way they're treating those cows is 10 billion times worse than a deer who had a good life out there but it still is so fucked up it is from this planet because it's like do we have to do that like yeah i mean it it is the uh, it's the sick joke of being an animal on the earth that you can appreciate the beauty and splendor of the world and all the majesty of all the animals but at the end of the day you have to murder it tear it to pieces and consume it to survive that's what being an animal is. And our human mind is so advanced now that we're completely separated from that because we live in the modern world. But when it comes down to it, animals exist. They kill other animals. They eat them. They have sex and they shit. Yeah. And we're still that. I don't care if we have zoom and a yeah. microphone. We're still that. Yeah. It's weird, but it's, yeah, weird. it's, it's, it's weird. So I'm, I'm always half and half on that argument. I just, I just, I'm like, you know what? I'd rather, I don't know. I don't know. I don't blame anyone for hunting, especially if they do it respectfully, but I'm not going to do it. I'd rather just ignore everything and just go to market basket and contribute to the torture of animals. And yeah, the downfall I'm of the more world. on that side too. But I can see myself in the future maybe maybe doing that and like just because it does add a little meaning. And then also like, so for example, bear hunting. Um, the Native Americans used to hunt bear, eat them, use, use every single bone. But the one thing they do is they use every bear. part of the buffalo. <laughs> Yes. What movie is that from? Uh, uh, it's, I don't know if it's from a movie. It's just like a, it's like a common it's, phrase of Native American. Say, it's just something you say. I get it. Um, <laughs> I just always say that. <laughs> something you just, Joe says that. Um, um, uh, Native Americans uh, believed firmly, as of most things, very much in the spirit of the bear. So to, um, uh, to respect the bear, they would leave the heads in the woods. So they would kill the bear, use every part of the bear, but they would leave the head like attached to a tree or something as like a, to keep the spirit of the bear in the woods. Yeah. So like most hunters, except for anyone born bo- below Massachusetts, uh, <laughs> 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 if you draw a straight line across, well, let's say uh, uh, New Jersey uh, down, everyone besides most of them, mm-hmm. just kidding. If you guys are out there and you're from uh, bumfuck uh, Kentucky, uh, it's, it's a joke. It's all right. It's a, it's a funny joke. podcast, Everyone right? Cool your britches. People who don't know shit about what they're talking about, and um, <laughs> as far as hunting goes. But anyways, um, yeah, I'm not out there because it's a family tradition. We get to go out there and we go kill bears and we just like make our dicks hard and whatever and jerk off in a circle, whatever they do out there. I don't know, but like you know, we, yeah, sounds hot. Um, but I don't want to. I don't want to do that. With those guys, and then um, uh. <laughs> you know, for sport, for like, this is my identity. I'd be like, no, I'm doing this and I'm going to shut up about it and be cool, you know, but I'm not sure that I would be like, you know, unfortunately you have to pick the chain of command or the order operations or the, um, what do they call it when you, uh, uh, MDAS pecking order hierarchy of needs, uh, hierarchy of needs, um, chain of food. What is it called? Food chain. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry to me while, on the food chain, uh, you know, it goes humans because we're smarter and then like sharks and then fucking bears and then a bunch of shit and then deer. So you pick deer because it's just how it works and there's more of them and they're whatever. So, yeah, 
Uh, for a year for every six months is awful, but I would, I, I could do it. Anyways, we're talking to Longo, some ranting. So, um, so yeah, uh, venison's good. Um, bears, uh, hunting. Yeah, obviously we got rifles, bows, knives, spears, and traps. Traps are the way to do it because bears are actually fucking not dumb and mm-hmm. hunting them. They're really is smart. Yeah. Which is why that with uh, just on the, uh, just to wrap up the whole uh, bear abusive thing. That's why bears have been used in entertainment for hundreds of years and circuses and trained to do all kinds of shit like ride bicycles and wear yeah. funny hats and all kinds of bear wrestling and all that kind of crazy shit, which is now illegal in most places, luckily, um, because it shouldn't. They're again, they're like they're like dogs. They're yeah. almost as smart as dogs, but they're just lumbering around the woods and to treat them like they're little playthings is just fucked up. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. And they're fucking cute as shit. I mean, look at that bear. They're adorable, especially the cubs. Yeah, and look at this bear. I mean, that's a fucking pretty cool bear too. You know? <laughs> well, you should address what 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 is she holding there? That's a big fucking fish. Is it a salmon? It looks like a salmon. I was gonna say it's a fish. <laughs> <laughs> but what's that bear reason. behind not, the bear behind not, the salmon though? <laughs> it's it's a not cousin. a bear. Um, for starters, um, this 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 here. Yeah, yeah. Um, this Becky is a, there who caught the fish. It's the size of it. The the fish is so big, it's almost as big as your tits. <laughs> Dude, it's way bigger than her tits. You kidding me? Her tits aren't even. I don't know. I'd say they're both the, the same size. Yeah. Uh, what? Dude, you shit me? That fish is way bigger than her fucking tits. Are you serious, dude? Are your fucking glasses on? <laughs> so, anyways, uh, our nice friend here um, caught this fish. Mm-hmm. Um, much like a bear. Much like a bear. Catching with- salmon. I imagine based off of the fucking gaps in those teeth, she's no fucking uh, stranger to eating fucking fish out of the river. (laughs) (laughs) Just fucking going for it. Uh, But I'm just speculating here. I actually don't know her. Uh, Yeah, you just put a stranger as your background. We're not related. That's not my girlfriend. It's not my wife. I just have to throw it out there. Wow, you're going to admit that openly. Okay. Yeah, I'm just throwing it out there. Well, I'll go out and say it. It's my girlfriend. That's how I get the picture. I thought she was with you. I just didn't want to be too weird about it. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, and that's and I, I and I will say, and not because she made me say it, her tits are at least the size of that salmon, if not bigger. Love you, honey. I haven't seen them, but I'm. <laughs> I hate to I hate to offend you and your fucking gal over here. Yeah, her name is Ursula, fish. by the way. Ursula, you must know, which means, which means what? Uh, sexy bear, whatever that means in German. Yeah, um, you better believe it. Yeah. Um, I really hate to offend both of you guys, and I know that you ripped that fucking pink top right off her in her backpack, whatever else she has. But this <laughs> fish is so much bigger. Mm-hmm. Than it's like by it's, it's a matter of perspective, but I'll take your word for it here. Yeah, I mean those aren't no little fucking raisins, but they're also not this fish. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not exactly caviar. Yeah. So um, besides being food, not friends, the four of us, including the fish, uh, are food. And this is a salmon, according to Google Images. Yeah. Well, I can tell by its face. All right. Can you? Because it looks like a salmon. They have those big, long hook faces over their lips there. And that's why it makes sense that you put that up and not just search white trash girl with fish, (laughs) which is what you looked up. Wow, way to fucking ruin your weekend. She's gonna be pissed. Yeah, she you know it's a term of endearment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as she's funny about it, it's cool. Um, mm-hmm. but <laughs> she has a sense of humor about herself, you can imagine that. 
she does, but I feel like she also hasn't done enough drugs to. I know she's clean and sober uh, yeah, for years. I feel like she doesn't quite understand the depth and breadth of the universe as well as we do. Well, I'm I'm teaching her. It's gonna take some time, but you know, she sure can gut a fish better than my little puny hands can. So you gotta give her up. Yeah, dude, as long as they have something good skill, you know, it's worth you know. Oh yeah, she can dismantle sure. any animal, and I'm and trust me when I say that. That's right. Trust me when I say that. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I mean, if she can put her hands on a fish like that, no one knows where else she can put her hands. So. Um, slippery one anyways all right so let's move on from hunting to a bear attack or uh kodiak or whatever fucking uh timothy treadwell's place he died at park um yeah uh, let's get into it salmon salmon, uh bear trap i mean she she she's very taking a risk here if she's in alaska catching salmon like this with her bare hands i mean i just i just imagine she's i don't think she caught with her bare hands did you think that she got the bare hands she's holding it up after she caught it with a fishing pole for sure all right. All it's right. it's how you show up. It's like they show a dead bear. They're not, they don't they hold it with their hands, but they didn't kill a bear with their hands. They shot it with a gun. Well, you send her a fucking text and ask her if she was. No, uh, she already texted me. She said she caught it with a fishing pole and she showed it. And honestly, she didn't even catch it. Her dad did. So right, it's well, kind of tell her she's a fucking fraud. <laughs> and if you live in Alaska and she's catching salmon that are swimming, that are like a dime a dozen in the river in front of you without her bare hands, she's fake. No, I'm, I'm teasing. I'm teasing her. Obviously, she does have bare hands because she walks on the pads of her feet. <laughs> That's something probably. So she, uh, all right. So fucking Courtney or whatever white trash name is is. Oh please, her name's Ursula. Oh sorry, Ursula. Um, that's a salmon, and bears love salmon except for polar bears. They like seals. We just need to bring that. So um, that's something. She's probably been eaten by a bear at this point, for all we know. Joe would know. Um, uh, so we did hunting. So now we're on to uh, what? Famous bear attacks? Yeah, let's go into the um, the the viciousness and the true nature of these beasts that, um, like we said already, they want to avoid humans at all costs. But sometimes you get between a bear and her cubs or get between getting a bear and its uh, food source. You better watch out there, hotshot, because bears are animals and we have a couple stories here of famous times when bears got a little bit too close to people and those people didn't win yeah usually they don't because as you mentioned their top speed is like 40 um yeah. miles an hour for the most part except for polar bears which is about half for some reason but maybe it's because they just have more fat they can probably swim much faster than other bears too though because they're spend half of their life in the water that's true um you ever see that one, the Ecotarium? They had a polar bear, the Ecotarium Worcester, which it, it was so out of place, the poor thing, we're just living in the middle of Worcester. But that thing would swim around. Every time I went there, it was never on land. It was always just swimming around in the water. I mean, if I was there too, I'd probably, the water's more fun. Polar bears even have slightly webbed toes to help them 
paddle. Yeah, they got a whole bunch of shit going on. Their their fur is more like uh, lanolin based uh, water repellent. Uh, yeah, and their fur is all translucent. It looks like it's white fur, but if you take the individual hairs, they're actually all clear to let the sun get through to absorb the vitamin D, and because their skin is black. And they absorb all the vitamin D from the sun because they have very little vitamin D in their diet because they have it's so long between eating things. So they yeah. absorb vitamin D through the sunlight. Wow. But um, but they look like they're big white bears. It actually adds to their camouflage in the Arctic. You know. Yeah, it's pretty badass. And they're the only bears. You know, we'll go through these stories and we'll see how bears interact with humans. But they're the only bears that regularly will hunt and kill and eat humans because the fact that their food is so scarce humans are just another thing at the food source compared to brown bears who can run against campsites and all kinds of humans that they wouldn't want to tussle with but for a polar bear if they see a human it'll probably be the only time they see a human in their entire life and they do not discriminate when it comes to eating for the first time in a month and a half yeah and i gotta say it's it's a lot better than autoerotic asphyxiation i mean if you're gonna go um, I don't know. That's a tough one. Eh? Could it be better than that? Isn't that the way to go? <laughs> I don't know. At least, at least your family goes, oh, well, you've definitely touched on that in the podcast. I don't know if we put it, it in the video. Up. It hasn't come up as much as I thought it would when I first It, ha- it has it. come up though. Multiple it hasn't times. come as much as I thought it would when I first made this podcast, but it's come up enough. Um, <laughs> it's a touchstone of the podcast. It's a touchy subject. Um, oh, it's definitely touchy. <laughs> it's touchy feely. <laughs> it's very touchy feely, grippy, uh, you know, uh, loosely tied uh, subject but yeah, um, hanging out but i mean hanging from your neck by a belt in your closet with your fucking dick in your hand is oh yeah well that's like the coca-cola of doing it there's all kinds of other flavors Seven up, of Dr. Pepper. I'm, sure, I'm sure you can use a fucking uh you know uh, a roomba mixed with a you know ratchet trap whatever <laughs> <laughs> you have it drive away from you really slowly Roomba, clean my garage. I'm going to stay here in the bedroom. Yeah, no, I'm going to stay here from the garage door rafter. Um, please clean the garage while you have your phone. <laughs> Roomba, pick me up a pizza. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so bear attack, um, you at least have your um, dignity. I don't even know about that. We'll get into it right now. The bear doesn't rape you, if I would, just full disclosure. Well, as close as you can get. Because unlike other animals we talked about in our podcast before, bears do not kill things before they eat them. They just start eating. So we talked about in the past having large cats that bite you in the brainstem and they sever your spine and they kill you to make you stop struggling so they can carry you away. Or wolves that you know work, work as a pack and they tear you limb from limb. Bears only want to eat they don't kill and hunt like cats do or even like a venomous snake kills you and injects you with venom bears as long as they have control of the situation they'll just start eating that's why i'd much rather get attacked by a mountain lion than a bear because a bear will just pin you down on the ground and start tearing your guts out while you're still breathing and screaming they don't fucking care love they'll that just- and they'll, that's why when you're talking about the bear uh, pin cushion suit, they'll slap you around, they'll eat you. They don't care if you're dead. As long as you're not getting away, they will just continue to do what they want to do. The only force they're putting into it is trying to incapacitate you so they can eat you. And a lot of times people can survive bear attacks for that very fact because bears won't try to kill you. They'll just try to eat you or annihilate you while you're still alive. If they wanted to, they could crush your spine, your windpipe just as quick or even quicker than a 
a mountain lion or a cat of prey could, but bears are not inclined to do that. They'll just tear you apart with their claws. They'll dig into your soft and squishy parts with their teeth while you're still alive. So if you're going to go out and, and uh, do the old technique where you want to curl yourself up in a ball and act like you're dead already for a bear, I don't know if I'd recommend it, man. It's a terrible way to go out. They do not kill you. They tear you apart while you're still living and breathing and in shock. Yeah, but uh, so is autoerotic asphyxiation. <laughs> you know, heroes that live one, forever, but legends never die, and that will—that's uh, the latter. So, um, <laughs> so I thought we'd get started with one of the most famous cases. Well, um, I, can I, actually, I think I, I mean you tell me, but I got so I got I got a little real quick story that is not famous, but is uh, something, and then we get then we get right into the meat as Go opposed ahead. to the opposite. I want to I want to build up. Sure, good. I, I was trying to bring up one we already talked about for one second, but good. Uh, you sure? I mean, Tim, Timmy, Tim, Tim, Toy Tail? No, the one from the Revenant, the real one. That's a fucking true story. Yeah. What? Yes, that really happened. All right, you talk about that, then I'll get into. <laughs> I'll get into my father's story, and then we'll get into the real guy. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll just start that you still yeah. wanted to tie in the way. You were just about. jumping right into Timothy. I was like, no, no, we'll talk about the grizzly man. It'll be the last thing we talk about. It's the all best right, one. Right. I didn't know what fucking your goddamn. No, I love it. No matter how long we go, we're so synced up, but you still you don't have any faith in my pageantry for the podcasts. I got pageantry there, buddy. Not like you that spoils half the episode halfway through because I'm just worried and about what I'm talking pageant. about. All right. I know how to I know how to make a show of it. I've been in one pageant. What do you want from me? <laughs> okay. Just one. And I thought you did great in that. You should have taken home the blue ribbon. Thanks. I thought you did great. I was in Civil Air Patrol and it was really embarrassing. So we'll talk about another, another episode. But you know. <laughs> so one of the most famous cases of a bear attack made famous in the movie The Revenant, which you brought up earlier about the bear that attacked Leonardo DiCaprio in that movie. He's, Actually playing, he's playing the true person named Hugh Glass, which was attacked by a grizzly bear in South Dakota back in 1823. It's a true story. Part of a trapping uh, team of people back in the days where you make a lot of money on those beaver pelts and those bear pelts. He was attacked by a brown bear and he ran into it with its cubs, like we talked about earlier. It wasn't hunting men to eat them. He came across a mother bear and came between her, her and her cubs. Unlike the movie, he wasn't totally left alone during the bear attack. There was other people there with him that helped him survive the attack. But she fucked him up royally to the point where he was nearly dead. And the other guys shooting musket balls at it had little deterrent of it getting away. All they did was help him not be eaten alive. When the bear left, he was as good as dead. And his hunting party decided he was dead. And they left him there. But this motherfucker crawled and clawed his way all the way back to civilization. He actually had that. Yeah. It's one of the funniest movies I've ever seen in my life. Uh Because one, it's him and he's always fucking funny. And there's a scene before you finish on in in this part where he lays down in like a, when they buried him, Mm -hmm. he's frozen. He's, he's cut to shreds from this bear and beat this shit and the way he just closes his eyes, he's just he just decides it's him. So it's it's always funny. It's not sad. He's like, I'm just gonna die now. <laughs> he, makes the, <laughs> he makes the decision to die, and then he wakes up and he's like, 
okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just decided dead. to die and he didn't die. And then, yeah, he crawled. Yeah, exactly. So go on. Yeah, but it's just so funny because that scene, he's like, decides to die and it's funny, but he's it's not enough. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so he actually crawls his way and canoes his way 250 miles south of the attack scene. So unlike in the movie where they bury him and they believe he's dead, his hunting party, as far as we know, we don't know the actual details, whether or not they killed the bear. We just know the bear didn't kill him and they left him there. Basically like you can't survive. We're just going to leave you there. You're up to your own devices. So they didn't bury him alive, but they basically left him for dead. And he traveled 250 miles South to Fort Kiowa, and he was like, I'm pissed. <laughs> so he wanted to get revenge on all the people that left him behind there. Again, the movie is a little more uh, embellishing than history as far as him hunting down the people who left him there and revenging his son and all that good stuff. But there's a statue there today for just his sheer fortitude of surviving that bear attack and 250 mile travel in 1823. Fuck me. So that's a bear attack where everyone survived. Yeah. That's and he was true. later murdered by Native Americans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah classic can't escape it man you know well the bear was supposed to kill you so the people will kill you later yeah the spirit of the bear will come get you my friend mm. yeah it happens so all right uh, sorry about uh interrupting you there well let's hear your story i interrupted the fuck out of you so um this is uh my father's story um about a year ago my father and sister age 16, went camping in northern Arizona. Everything was going well, and they were having fun. Nighttime rolled around, and they put their food up, got into the tent, and went to sleep. Around 3 a.m., my dad woke up rustling, groggy. He tried to listen to the noise. Then, through the tent's material, poke, material poked a large snout. Knowing exactly what it was, my dad started punching as hard as he could. He kept punching until he figured the bear was gone. He slowly opened the flap of the tent, found bear footprints, woke my sister the fuck up and drove home. Every time he tells the story, he leans in close and whispers, that's because your sister was on your period. It's true. <laughs> you know, they can smell it. For 18 miles. Yeah, so on Reddit, that's one of three stories people wrote in um, about actual bear attacks. And, um, <laughs> bullshit that's absolute bullshit uh yeah that sounds a lot like a dad story to me if i had to put a fucking dart in it um yeah that's a very dad story i punched a bear in the face and it's all because your sister's on her bleeding time yeah classic uh classic boomer dad story um mm -hmm. and uh yeah um now nah, there's a bunch more on here but they're just they're not that fun like whatever you know, besides that video, those that that dude who's like, see the bear comes up and he just goes, he's like, yo, hey, uh, yeah, no, 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 stop, get upset. Mm -hmm. Here's your food. He's like, he like takes control of it and it's fucking funny. Um, besides that, the bears usually just come up to people at their campsites and want their food. Absolutely. Yeah, that has to do a lot of why people get hurt. Um, my next story has to do with exactly that, but instead of the usual brown bear attack, like from the Revenant, this one's actually a polar bear attack, which would not Ooh. usually happen yeah, unless people were, I mean, most people who come into contact with polar bears are scientific researchers in the Arctic circle, <laughs> because why else would you be up there? You're not living there. You're not hunting there because there's nothing around. Um, but this was actually a group of kids in Norway, which is 
part of the Arctic Circle, just about if you go north enough. So polar bears will exist there. And it was a group of 12 students that went on a trip as like a camping mm -hmm. trip, like a survivalist trip. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, it's one of those one in a million things, but they were not prepared for the true nature of being in the woods. They had all their heating blankets or whatever else they needed. They're all their food, but they didn't have enough bear deterrent. And they set up trip wires with explosives around the campsite to warn them if any bears came in. But they weren't ready for this polar bear that came stomping on in there. And like we established, polar bears, one of the only bears that will actually hunt people for food. They're not going to the campsite looking for peanut butter sandwiches. They're looking for flesh. Yeah, they came in yeah. there and they, uh, the thing went roughshod over the whole place. All they had was a Mauser pistol from world war ii so it's yeah. not great the old mauser <laughs> didn't do the job uh, very well and um it ended up uh maiming multiple students and then killing one of them named horatio Chappelle, which is one of the most interesting wow. names i've ever heard in my life. definitely fucking crazy name all right so and he's a lily white teenager but his name is horatio Chappelle. yeah and uh, yeah, the bear was later shown to be of advanced age. And I guess it happens a lot of predators where the most famous man eaters of all the predators in all of history are usually older and they get used to how to hunt down humans and their teeth get a little bit weaker and they can tear off those little man flesh bones a lot easier than rip it apart in elk hide. And that's what happened in that, the polar bear attack on a campsite in Norway. So I have two more, and the last <laughs> one is the one we talked about already with uh, our favorite person. I'm going to show a clip of him. Oh, um, but this yeah. one, you give me, you give me your next one because I, uh, I, I yeah. just, I, I, I'm focused on our last guy. This one is one of the more terrifying ones uh, that makes me feel a little bit more of the ancient idea of the bear being the boogeyman in the woods and the the word you should not say or lest you summon them. And that's in Japan, which I don't usually associate Japan with bears. Uh, it's an island, first of all. But are you shit me? No, I never, never associate that with bears. Yeah, but bears are, like I said in the opening statements, they exist on every continent in the world besides Antarctica and Australia. Japanese bear. I wonder what language they speak. I know of like crazy bees in Japan from a guy. Oh, the murder hornets. Yeah, a guy's book I read who ran a marathon in Japan and said the bees were a problem but never bears. No, all those bees are in America now. That's awesome. Love that. Basic species. Uh, but yeah, this one is called the <clears throat> Danke Betsu brown bear incident. It, it happened in 1915. Hmm. So it's long enough ago that it's not cell phones in modern time, but it's close enough that it was, you know, this the last century. And it was in Northern Japan, a remote area. So that's if you picture back before the continents broke up so much, you're thinking about Korea. Korea is attached to Russia. So those bears probably came mm -hmm. from Russia, you know, hundreds yeah. and hundreds of years ago, thousands of years Russian ago. Russian bear. Yeah. And it came down and this thing was, again, it was a hunter and it would, it was there, not there to steal your picnic basket. It was there to kill people and kill people. It did. It was an 800 pound brown bear. And it went on a bloody rampage with a tiny village of Rokusen Sawa, leaving behind seven dead bodies in its wake, including a baby Damn. and a mother. Wow, good for him. That's like a huge kill count. Oh, yeah. And it, <laughs> it went right into the village, too. It wasn't a campsite. It went into a place where people live with wooden buildings, and it went in and tore people through, through people's houses and killed them to the point where the mayor was like, we need to put a hunting party together and kill this because everyone abandoned the village because it wasn't worth being there. You can't sleep at night knowing the bears are going to break your door down at any time. So after killing the seven people... 
it was finally uh, tracked down by a whole hunting party. And the first time they found it and shot at it, it didn't even die. It ran away and they were like, fuck, this thing still exists. The village was never actually um, reestablished. They, no one ever went back there after they abandoned it because they were too afraid that the bear would come back again. It was eventually killed. And the mayor's son, who was young at the time of the hunting party, went on to make it his life's mission because of the massacre he'd seen to kill bears. And he killed over 100 bears in his lifetime. And that's completely unfair. <laughs> those bears did not kill those people. Just the one bear did. And it's really just taking that mentality and putting on all of the bears, which isn't fair, but definitely impressive even in the 1900s to uh, kill that many bears. And that town's never been the same again, but it still has a statue to the brown bear where the site of the massacre was so that less people never forget the fury of nature is yet a breath away. That's right. Wow. That is that is something in a unique Japanese bear attack story. Mm -hmm. um, what do you say about a quick uh, commercial break? And then we'll come back to talk about the heavy hitter, our friend, Timothy William Dexter, a.k.a. Timothy Treadwell. Timmy Treadwell. Let's do Timmy it. Timmy. All right, let's go. Uh, I'm going to go pee and be right back. So for our folks out here on Tell Me We're Doing Joe, uh, we're, we're letting you guys know about Timothy William Dexter, okay, Timothy Treadwell. We're going to start off with a fucking video of this guy. And then we're going to get into who he is, what he's into, what he likes. Uh, all, all about him, because, I mean, this is, yeah, but we the documentary get... about him is one of the best documentaries ever made. I don't care who you are. It's one of the best documentaries of all time, and it still holds yeah. up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but no, this this clip I'm going to show you here just because it's just off of what we've been talking about the whole podcast. I just wanted to to show you and to show all our viewers what, what it actually looks like when uh, two grizzly bears come together and they have a little bit of a disagreement. Mm. So this one is definitely the best footage I've seen of an event like this, because usually it's it's like an HD camera from a mile away and someone's zooming in and just trying to check it out. This one has three different camera angles, almost like they set up a bear arena. I don't know how they got him to be here, but it's a lot of camera angles and it's good stuff. They start out by um, using uh, a tree. So let's see how, let's see how it rocks with that. I'll, I'll like share I said, my screen. Anytime you think that Mike Tyson's a fucking badass motherfucking fighter who's a tough shit, him versus one bear, it's not going to be well. <laughs> yeah. So okay. I'm going to enable very, audio. Very big and strong. <laughs> very big. Okay, share sound. All right, now we're ready to rock. Can you see it? Yep, and I hear it. I heard I heard something. So for our viewers, they'll see it. Fighting around a tree. Using a tree is like a little blocking mechanism. Yeah. To fight. They're not happy. No, they're doing the moaning. They call this moaning. Wikipedia calls this moaning. look at look at them all they just kind of stare they don't want to fight um, because I didn't mention this earlier but bears they don't like fighting because it has a risk of injury and even if you win you could be injured and then you're going to starve to death so they Infection like to just, you're fucked yeah 
they like to posture and growl, like you said, moan and click and do all the things where they act dominant so they can just say, hey, I'm the boss, right? We don't have to actually fight this out. But every once in a while, it comes down to the moment where they actually do have to fight each other. And when it, when it really gets down to it, you got to tussle. That's what it looks like. Look at that massive muscle. Just their only opponent could be each other. Anything else would be dead already. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Just two giants of nature. Just oh, I'm taking down. Just thousand pound of muscle. Just right off. And we're just fucking. Move. We're just going for it. And then this dog's coming in the background. The dog it should not be here. I mean, it's probably a bear. Oh yeah, look, it is a bear. It's just watching this happen. And he's just like, damn shit. He's look at the that. look at the sheer the ferocity. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's... These are what these things are capable of. Yep. They're capable of that. Okay, you win. It's over. It's just over. This is a bear fight. Look at her breathing. It sounds like a fucking dinosaur of Jurassic Park. Oh, nice. This is going great. I, I feel like this is uh yep, now they uh and then they just drool. Made amends, now they're just gonna drool for a bit. Yeah, because now now they understand that he's the winner, the other one's backing away because it realizes it's lost, and this one just yeah, yeah, I've lost. Look how comfortable the other one, the one that won it just walks away, just puts its back to it, goes, oh, I'm fine, I won. And then they just have to catch their breath for two hours because that took all their energy. Hardcore, so, yeah. Whew. I feel tired just watching them. Wow, does, uh, does, does he get to have any commentary and explain what that ball patch is above his ass? I'm pretty sure he just got that shit tearing off in the fight. <laughs> it's possible. I mean, it's a big patch. but I mean, they, I mean, like I said, if they were any other animal, they'd be fucking dead right about now. So only another yeah, bit can take that. Absolutely. But. Yeah, I mean. That's wild now. Yeah, it's pretty wild. At the end part of the video, too, the bear that won takes a bite out of a tree and just starts eating it. Like, it just doesn't know what else to do with its day. It's like, I guess I won. That's fucking just eat this fucking goddamn tree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah, I thought it'd be great to watch that just to see it like the, just the actual power between two bears just to fuck each other up and then just vicious. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, and it would be a stalemate if it was in the ocean versus a shark because the shark has power. But mm -hmm. the shark was on land, the bear wins one of those deals. Yeah, we, yeah, exactly. As we established, likely what would happen if it was the bear was in the ocean and the shark was on land, it would be. Mm -hmm. It's too hard to even it out. Yeah, even even fair, you fair fight. Mm -hmm. See, if you everyone's everyone's wondering like who would win, a bull shark or a grizzly bear, it's like, well, this is this. Where are we fighting? Where where are we fighting? Are we are we at Pokemon Stadium or are we in the? Are we in the woods? I mean, there is a whole bunch of shit to this shit, you know. Mm -hmm. So, um, so that'd be a, a great image to dovetail us into our last story of a bear attack or a bear research, which comes with bear research. Good old Timothy Treadwell. That's Timothy his name, right? Treadwell, um, a famous bloke from Long Island, as they say in Long Island. Um, <laughs> they, they, they do talk like they're from down under in Long Island, New York. They talk about coffee in Long no. Island because I'm a fucking Italian and I uh, have an eagle problem. Uh, his first fucking goddamn mistake is being from Long Island. Everyone knows that. 
uh, <laughs> and um, and uh, yeah, so he's from Long Island again. First cue into having an ego issue. Sorry, Long Island. <laughs> um, thank you. We don't have any Long Island listeners yet, so I don't know where. Uh, we might. And um, people from Long Island are are not self aware to changing mentalities, but they know what Long Island's like. They they get it. Yeah, they, they make know it more than anybody. as much as they they use it as their identity. Um, yeah, strong Island. Strong Island. Yeah, it's a it's a weird fucking place. Um, anyways, spent a lot of time there. Weird, um, but. Um, it uh, overinflated housing prices to live within six inches of your neighbor and everyone hates the city and will never go there, but you can't get to a fucking anywhere without going through it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have a airport in Queens and a JFK and everyone has a status identity. Pro- Long Island is just a real fucking place. So anyway, right, Long cool. Island has, has um, poor places on it. It's so big. It's, it's like, it's the length of new England, <laughs> like East to West, right? It's yeah. gigantic. But yep. the Hamptons is there, which is one of the richest um, zip codes. Oh, in the plenty of money in Long Island for sure. But it's where everyone from the was born the city goes to live and die. So um, that's uh, that's Long Island. Um, and uh, so he's uh, from there. Uh, yeah, it doesn't say where in Long Island, but usually they're from closer to Queens. So um, so. Timothy, he was born 1957 in April, which means he was an Aries. They're usually assholes anyway. So he's a double. Who cares? Double whammy on that. Um, And uh, he was uh, a teacher on most of the time. On most of the time. Wherever he lived. I forget where he actually lived, but he was a teacher. And then in his summers, because he had the summers off, he would go, his his buddy uh, decided to uh, bring him up to... um, uh, Katmai National Park, which is on Kodiak Island, and he did it for 13 summers. Yeah, there to go live with the bears. Yeah, that's what he did, and um, he used the subject of the movie that we all know him from, which is Grizzly Man, a documentary by Werner Herzog, one of the best documentarians of Werner all time. Werner Herzog, classic main character of not of Dead Snow, <laughs> and he's uh, a great character in The Mandalorian and Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And he made the whole movie about the Grizzly Man, which is how I know him. I I honestly forget his name is Timothy because I just call him the Grizzly Man because he's like Dylan said, he spent his summers up there and he got so comfortable with these bears that he would interact with them regularly. So as much as we'll talk about him going forward, I got to give the guy credit beforehand to just know how to deal with bears so much. He knew their habits. He knew their mentalities. He knew what to do and what not to do to survive amongst the bears but his tragic flaw might be that he got a little bit too comfortable and he forgot about the true wild nature yeah. of the Arctis. Yeah. As much as we're just going to shit on him, cause that's what we do. We're going to try not to, but it just happens. Um, this dude um, um, has more experience than any environmentalist or naturist or bear expert than yeah. anybody he, ever he will on the has had or fucking anything. This guy is the man. He Fuck put in the man. time. That's he put no in the doubt. time. People thought he was as as most people who go uh, outside of the narrative, um, they think he's crazy. But he thirteen years of experience actually sleeping with bears. Well, like not yes. we don't we don't know the details of that. But in the book, he doesn't have he just sleeps next to them and yeah. But I mean, he luckily for us, he, before the time of everyone having cameras on their phones, he 
took it upon himself to haul out camera equipment all the way to Kodiak Island in yeah. order to actually film his interactions. With these bears. Yeah, if it crazy. wasn't for yeah. that footage, the documentary wouldn't have been possible and he wouldn't have been as well known as he is. Yeah. I mean, Werner Herzog's documentary is about him and his interactions and the footage he used in the movie, but the documentary didn't have any footage of bears themselves. It's all from Timothy actually yeah. being there. Right. Totally wild. And um, just for th- a funny thing, too, is like the only reason I know this guy exists is because I moved to Boston and um, it was at the time when they started putting up those little mailboxes full of books. You know those? Uh, no, it's one of those like um, bookshare, li- like library, book yeah, bookshare things. Yeah, library. Yeah. Thing. yeah. So like I just like those started those just started showing up and I was like, oh, cool, free books. And it was called The Grizzly Man and uh, or The Grizzly Maze, actually, I think it was, actually because it was actually not written by him the um, book not the movie yeah maze book um yeah it's uh i have it uh, it might yeah it's called the grizzly maze actually mm-hmm. um and it was written by his friends really weird but i read that book um and i got it from one of those things for free i was like that looks like a book i want to fucking check out so um i got it from one of those free little fucking mailbox glass things in jamaica plain Mm. um but yeah so yeah anyways so he um uh back to his his situation um he uh so he would go up there he'd be dropped off with all his equipment and all his camping gear and he would just spend his entire summer just hanging out with all the bears that are coming in for the fishing season and so he would get to know all these bears and he named them all and interacted with them and during the documentary you see many clips of him it's you know it makes your sweat and your asshole tighten up watching him just sit next to these wild brown bears and he's just talking to them like hey buddy oh hey Koda, booby booby booba and it's this giant beast just looking at him being like what the fuck's this guy but they got used to him i mean say what you want about the guy they got used to him they, they knew who he was they got his program and he got their program mm-hmm. at least for 13 years so yeah yeah absolutely so but don't don't uh don't forget as most people on this podcasts uh he's a little fucked so he was totally fucked so he, <laughs> he was hanging out with wild animals and calling them booby baby he's my boo 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 boy what well, do you hear him talk it's like jesus christ dude they're still wild animals they're not your pet i'd kill him too um but uh he acted like they were all his friends and family which worked for him for way longer than you would ever bet on vegas yeah, odds but- on him surviving that is insane. That, uh, also, I, everyone knows that the best way to talk to a kid is talk to him like an adult, and he was doing that whole fucking shit. And one bear, obviously, a problem. But but wait, before we get into the bears, um, he has a little bit of a backstory besides being from Long Island, which is enough to make you crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, also, he he was in the closet the entire time, which is never addressed. Oh, we'll get you. Tell me that after I tell my story because I don't I don't know that. But um, he um, which makes sense. But he um. His parents, uh, Val and Carol Dexter, uh, said that he was an ordinary young chap until he went away. To, well, I were fucking British, but oh, that's his why. So it until he went away to college, and in college, <laughs> what do you know it. what happened or not? What? That guy. Sorry, that guy. All right. So, uh, so um, ordinary chap until he went to college, and there he claimed he was a British orphan who was born in Australia, really? like like Australia, like the Bible might. Down in Long Island, there, mate. Long Island, USA. There. In case you're confused about the Bobby, he thinks he's born from 
Australia about a British orphan. So ironically, the only continent that has humans on it doesn't have any bears. Long bears. Australia, no bears in Australia. As the crocs and we already established koala bears aren't already bears. Fucking Australia out in the outback. We're gonna do episode on the outback soon. But he um uh so right off the bat he gets he goes to college and then claims he's a British or Australia. Right off the bat, this is a fucked person. He's weird. And then after that, Timothy's dad, uh, Val, uh, claimed he spiraled down, quote-unquote. So his dad's name Val? I actually kind of thought that he had two moms when you said Val and Carol. Uh, no, It's like Val, Val Kilmer? Val Kilmer, not Valerie, yeah. Um, Val is short for... Valiant. Richard, I don't know. Um, <laughs> so he um, spiraled down, became an alcoholic, and this is great, I don't know if you know this, but he became an alcoholic and spiraled down after he lost the role of Woody Boyd to Woody Harrelson in the sitcom Cheers. So some fucking dude, this is I'm not making. I'm pretty sure the role wasn't called Woody before Woody Harrelson got it, but the, I did not know this factor. Oh yeah, they do kind of look similar. I can see they the, the, do the look similar. They really fucking do. Um, yeah. just like in the scene where uh, Adam Sandler. Um, is in the back of the cab of uh, the Land Rover on the Brooklyn Bridge area, and Woody Harrelson is um, putting on lipstick and is a prostitute, kind of like that, right? What is that from? Big uh, anger management. I don't remember that. Uh, <laughs> fucking Jack Nicholson's driving the Land Rover. Well, I, I I know the movie, but I haven't seen it since I, since it came on out. On the bridge, and it's Woody Harrelson wearing <laughs> makeup and lipstick. That's and great. wants to suck his dick, but he does not, he doesn't want to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Yeah. So they're closer than we even knew knew beforehand. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, he loses the role to Woody Harrelson in the sitcom Cheers. And then yeah. in 1987, he changed his name from Dexter to Treadwell for the fucking reads. Oh, because it's his mother's family name and uh Carol's name. Fuck. But he um uh, decided to uh, travel to Alaska to watch bears after a close friend decided to convince them to do so. And um, uh, went to find himself plus, after failing acting, which many people uh, do. After failing acting and also not even just that, um, he decided that after uh, killing himself basically from uh, his hair, little heroin fucking problem, um, mm. he wanted to, his, he said, All right, well, I can't do heroin. I'm going to save the bears. You go, Okay. Uh, cool. And do heroin um, instead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do some heroin. Get an alcohol problem. Turn into heroin. Turn into bears. So this is an addict uh, just trying. This to- is an unstable human being that's going to accomplish this task we're talking about here. Do you think so? I think you have to be, because if you <laughs> were as much as you could understand about bears, ask any expert and any scientist, any researcher, any filmographer of things like Planet Earth or whatever, they would never get this close to bears because they know too much about them. And although Timothy knew a lot about bears because he got to learn a lot about bears, anyone who is involved in this in a professional setting would never recommend he does anything that he did. Yeah, no, it reminds me a whole lot of our friend. Um, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, Chris McCandless McCandless in 1992, 24 year old who died in the Alaskan wilderness 
the uh, book into the wild into the wild okay yeah yeah yeah. same type of fucking yeah you're escaping your your worldly problems and finding your new mentality in the wilderness which i get how can make you feel better hate people go try to connect with something else yeah it's almost the same thing i get all that and i i don't want to knock that mentality i get the i get that more than most things but yeah it's just that the kind of person who does that nine times out of ten fucking crazy usually don't they go in there with almost no research and die yeah they just think that they the call of the wild you know? yeah just be like i'm a i'm a wild being i'm a born and born from this clay and mud and what's there the- is definitely something there though to to bring yourself back to early humanity i mean our bodies and our brains are still built for that world and uh we don't grow up in it though so it's hard no, to no but i relate to them more than most people but i also have uh dialed it down a little bit so i totally get it but anyway so um yeah so our buddy here timmy uh goes up uh there for 13 summers and makes these videos and connects with bears like you said but he does have that tone of voice we've seen on the videos where he's treating them like babies and a little fucked a little bit so um yeah, it wasn't all went okay until 2003, but he knew one bear the whole time, which was like bear number 114, they called it, right? Something like that. Yeah, but he had names for all of them, pet names. What did he call the bear that was the problem? Honey Boo Boo Baby Boy, something like that. Some okay, so he called like it Honey Boo Boo Baby Boy. Um, and uh, and he said that this bear was kind of fucked up, like in the head, um, because it would just go meticulously just go in the rivers and just hunt dead fish and no other bears did that but also mm-hmm. this bear was skeptical of him and uh like i said i don't want some fucking white asshole from long island hanging out with me either so no um, for sure not yeah so um but also during this time every time he went to alaska for his summerly trips he would do it alone and this particular mm-hmm. case we're talking about is the first time that he brought his good friend um yeah who was, I have to figure out her name here because I feel so bad and actually not bringing her up. Um, I'll Amy Huguenard. And uh, part of the reason why I said that is that because of the fact that people think that he might've been in the closet is that uh, it was his good friend, Amy, that he brought up there for the week and the month and the summer telling about all these amazing bear tales that she wanted to go up and see with him, which he established a rapport with these bears, whether or not he did fuck up the craziness of it or not he did have an understanding of how to deal with them and she was the x factor when it came to these bears he wanted her to see the majesty of the bears more than just himself and she was more than happy to go with him to see this but uh it wasn't he she wasn't his girlfriend or anything they were just buddies yeah classic classic dude who's gay um so loves those bears <laughs> loves the bears and has really close girlfriends who are just friends they're gonna um, spend the i mean you have to be pretty comfortable with the guy to spend the entire summer with them in the wilderness yeah especially yeah, if you, you don't think he's gonna put his pp in you yeah if he's not trying to put his pp in you then that's pretty much what that is like yeah the guys aren't really capable of either in the woods for three months and you you're not, not attracted to the person pp in them but you're heterosexual i mean come on it's not, it's not you have to, but it's like, why would you ever spend that much time with somebody like that? It's so intimate to be in the woods together with somebody and be like, yeah, yeah just us and the bears, you know? Yeah, we're just friends. Like, I don't believe that. So, um, unless you just don't like chicks. So, anyways, um, he, um, 
Yeah, he brings Huguenard uh, to the campsite on September 29th for... Introduce her to all the bears, tells her how he lives in the situation. The cameras are still there. The recording studio is still there. All this shit's still there. Except next time, this time rather, Amy's there with him. Yeah. And um, and there were some other bears that uh, Tribble didn't know from other parts of the park that move in the area because he brought her in during a time where he typically didn't spend time there because they're getting ready for winter. And there mm-hmm. was less the end of the season. End of the season. So um, again, he uh, had more variables into dealing with wild animals, the more dangerous it gets. I mean, they're, they're highly unpredictable. The more you can predict them, the better. But when you hear stories like this, you go, it was this certain thing. There was this bear that's not usual. It's not the right time of year. You start adding all these things together and it just spells. Ugh. Yeah, it ain't good. So like when I'm hungry, I'm unpredictable. Um, actually, I'm pretty good, but some people aren't. <clears throat> when you're hanging bear and you're just like the little fucking uh, uh, rotisserie chickens walking around every time, like <sighs> maybe you hate them. So. <laughs> Their personality is annoying and they taste good. It's like, all right, well, uh, I don't really see any downside to this one. Um, (laughs) You know, so um, so uh, one of their uh, air taxi pilots, uh, Alaska has more private pilots than any other state in the country. If anyone wants to wonder. It makes Um, sense. There's no other way to get around. There's no roads. Yeah, we've all seen Balto since then. They have airplanes. So um, hell yeah, Balto airplanes to get shit and vaccines and drugs and fucking uh you know flashlights up to people or whatever they fucking need it's all good cameras. So, yep cameras um so october 6th uh pilot willie fulton a uh Kodiak that's a good pilot name pilot. yeah you willie captain willie uh arrived at treadwell and hugenard's campsite to pick them up but found the area abandoned except for a bear and contact with local park rangers Uh-oh. um uh, so uh shit's pretty fucked up because they were just kind of you know uh in the video, there's a lot of it's all documented. And Trimmy the mm-hmm. just said on these videos he hated modern civilization and fed better in nature with bears. They did around big cities, and uh, all the bears that he usually liked were in hibernating already. But some more moved in the area, and um, and there's one bear that I mentioned earlier that just kept diving in the river for a piece of dead salmon. And Treadwell mentioned in that footage that he didn't like really feel comfortable around that particular bear. Yeah. So um, it was good bear buddies. Yeah, it just was. It was these are outside bears and uh, all the. <laughs> yeah, and for the record, we already established, but every bear is an outside bear, even the ones yeah. in captivity. Yep, but these aren't his friends, and um, mm-hmm. and uh, that airplane fucking pilot did his thing, and then shortly thereafter, whenever the park rangers came in, there was some fucked up uh, shit. Uh, it found. is crazy also the faith you have when you're dropped off there by a pilot be like i'll see you in two months and you better be there because i'll yeah. never go home otherwise yeah and if you're 45 feet from that pickup location no one's you're fucked you. yeah you yeah. have to have so much faith in humanity yep mm-hmm. and in bears apparently yeah so exactly so um let's quit beating around the bush what happened yeah we're not gonna beat around the beat around the bush um so both Timothy and, uh, and Amy, uh, Amy uh, their remains were discovered um, fucking everywhere. Like his disfigured head, half of his spine, his right forearm, his hand with his watch still on were recovered short distance from where he was supposed to be. And then the chick's uh, remains were found like just fucked near tents that were smashed up and buried in mounds of twigs and dirt and 
Uh, Craziness. A large male tagged Bear 141 pertaining campsite was killed by park rangers during their attempt to retrieve the bodies. A second adolescent bear was also killed a short time later when it charged the park rangers. And an on-site yeah. necropsy. It's bad all around. Yeah, of Bear 141, which is an autopsy for animals, revealed human body parts such as fingers and limbs and shit. And the younger bear was eaten by the other bears before they could do that. Just to <laughs> show, just show, show all around. Show all this shit. Uh, fucking so what fair. comes around goes around. Um, yeah. And yeah. Uh, this was the first time in 85 years of the park being established that a person was killed by a bear. Yeah, so that's a good point to put in too. Is that it doesn't happen very often. I mean, it's been years and years because no one else is such buddy buddy to the bears. And unfortunately, in this situation, he brought Amy up there, and uh, they came across the wrong bear and got a little too comfortable. And he came in there and he fucking tore him to smithereens. And the saddest part about it, maybe, is that it's all documented. There's a video oh, and audio the- footage of the of this actually happening, which they play a portion of the audio at the very beginning in the movie Grizzly Man. And the director, Werner Herzog, has the tape of the actual killing. And he talks to one of Timothy's good friends and he goes, you should never watch this. And she goes, okay. And he goes, no, never watch it. I think he gives it to her to be like, it's only right that you should have it. But I think you should throw it in the trash because you're never going to want to see this. But there is actually footage that exists of this actual attack. So the speaking of that, the bear so, didn't turn the camera off, is what I'm saying. He let he let know, it ride. The bear, the bear wanted to uh, use this as its like highlight reel for joining the NFL. Hey, I mean, it's his magnum opus. So he died not soon after after the fucking park rangers came and put a bullet in his head, and made sure there was any uh, fingers in there. Yeah. So exactly. So um, uh, <laughs> so it um, it's a tragedy. It's a tragedy all around. It's tragedy all around. I'm a big fan of it. It's pretty fucked up. But the I heard it, and I also read the book that describes it from his friends mm-hmm. who did watch the video and listen to the tapes. And I've heard the tapes. And the craziest and worst part about it is it might be the only thing in history where so the tape begins with Timothy yelling that he's being attacked, and um, he's yelling to Amy, "Come out here! I'm being killed out here!" He screams like. Mm-hmm. Uh, that the tape only contained, uh, uh, yeah, is but like so. After that, um, you hear him screaming, and then, then while he's still screaming, you hear bones getting crunched by the jaw of a Ugh. bear. So you hear the sound of his bones. Breaking. I can only imagine. So it's like, which is in which is based off of what the remains were. Some of that was his face. A bear oh. hit his face off, and you hear the whole thing. And they have the jaw strength to crush any human bone no easily. Problem. They can yeah. crush your entire skull in their mouth. It's it's fucking wild. Yeah, it's totally wild. So, um, yeah, and then, um, uh, yeah, so she comes out there. Um, and... I feel the worst for her because I think she was sold a bill of goods that were not coming Ooh. to fruition. Yeah, she, I mean, she, uh... she saw the videos of him out there, and she goes, oh, so I want to be friends with the bears, too. And obviously there's a lot of variables in this story that it doesn't mean just because she went there that they got killed, but it couldn't have been good for anyone involved. The park rangers will tell you too, this is not something you want to get involved in. Yeah. Yeah. You should, like I said, it's, it's really cool that you can connect and he had 13 years, but he did just like most things, just one, if it was a month earlier, this Mm -hmm. probably wouldn't have happened. Right. 
um and only one person got killed whereas maybe if this didn't happen he could have brought a whole group out yeah there. i i think that's the that's the true tragedy he wanted to go out this way even though he wouldn't say that i mean you no one wants to get mauled by a bear by a bear rather but he was always going to get killed by a bear he spent all the summers you know sidling up to wild animals and it was never going to end any other way the biggest tragedy is the fact that the bear had to be killed and his friend amy had to be brought into this because it should have just ended up like the circle of life a bear should have got mad at him and killed him and that should have been the end of it yeah yep yeah yep exactly it's fucked up so that's the story of Timothy Treadwell. Um, yeah, uh, it is. It is funny and strange, though. I have I have to show a clip of, of him uh, before we're done with him. Just before, yeah, obviously, this is definitely. before the tragic events that, but it, just to get a feel for uh, what we're talking about here with uh, good old Timmy T and the Grizzly B. Here we go. So make sure I'm sharing the sound. Of me. Cut up the big green behind me is Ed and Rowdy, members of an up and coming sub adult gang. They're challenging everything, including me. Goes with the territory. If I show weakness, if I retreat, I may be hurt. I may be killed. I must hold my own if I'm going to stay within this land. For once there is weakness, they will exploit it. They will take me out. They will decapitate me. They will chop me into bits and pieces. I'm dead so far i persevere well he called that didn't he yeah <laughs> it is haunting to hear him say if anything goes wrong that's gonna happen to me it's like yep you're right about that tim you you're sure right about are, my friend so he called it yeah he's that's an interesting character um so uh to start to kind of wrap it up uh r.i.p tim and uh amy we uh you guys were cool and Absolutely. We definitely respect you guys. You guys know more. Tim at least definitely knows more about fucking shit than anyone. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely worth watching. Anyone who hasn't seen it, it's not just about a guy being killed by bears. 99% of the documentary is how amazing it is. This guy is so close to them. And most of the clips are him, like, actually hugging wild grizzly bears. It's fucking yeah. crazy. It's wild. It's really crazy. And, like, I just think that's great. So um, he's a badass, but he's an idiot. And that, that makes the best badasses in the world are brave to a fault. Yeah, it's really wild. So um, did you know since the year 2020, um, over 11 people have been killed by bears? I didn't know that. Full-blown fucked. Like, um, we got a helicopter employee in Alberta. We got Durango, Colorado. We got some chick named Lainey Maltavoda that mm. Mal, Malavolta still the and, wilds uh, of the world though no one's getting murdered by a bear in their house but uh you go into their territory better watch yeah, out yeah so everybody was outside including uh Pete Frankchak who was blueberry picking and then um uh, That's sad. bear yeah. um and then some tents with uh campsites in Montana uh some more Alberta some Yellowstone some Alaska like uh, like Daniel Schilling, 46 male, July 29, 2020, just trying to escape COVID. He was out uh, clearing a path several miles behind his cabin and uh, they found an empty can of bear spray. And uh, he's oh, dead. so he used the bear spray is not enough. Yep. Oh, yeah, definitely enough. And then another another like uh, 30 to 40 from 2000 uh, and 10 to 2020, like um Mostly all Alaska, Wyoming, uh, that part of Canada, Alaska, New Jersey. 
Mm. <laughs> Darsh Patel. What happened they're to him? They're still far. Oh, that's that's where Indy is in New Jersey. Remember? Wow. Yeah. What happened to fucking him, man? This is so Darsh Patel in West Milford, New Jersey, was about to begin hiking with four friends in the Apshwawa Preserve when they met when they met a man and woman at the entrance to told them there was a bear nearby and advised them to turn around. Oh, that's the worst. When they they did warn you. Yeah, they continued on, found the bear, and Patel, another hiker, took photos. Classic. Uh, they turned and began walking away. The bear followed them. The hikers ran different directions and found that Patel was missing when they were cooped. Authorities found Patel's body after a certain few hours, um, and the bear um, uh, ate him completely. It's what you get. Yeah, don't walk with nature. Nature also also just an, a lesson for people who are, you know because we you know can share stuff. Um, don't run. Um, bears, dogs, yeah, uh, coyotes, wolves. They have a literal part in their brain that sees something running that just turns on and just immediately makes them start chasing it. Yeah, so, you're only. I know it's your first reaction, but it's the worst reaction. Yeah. So, dude. Uh, so you are wrong about a house invasion of a bear. Oh, someone got someone got a house invasion. Okay. Adelia Maestras Trujillo, Trujillo, aged ninety-three. In oh no! In two thousand one. In what a way to go out you know, yeah, yeah amelia died oh what happened amelia cancer no 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 she got murdered by a bear the agent in a place where i i didn't think where bears were because the last bear that the last texas bear died in like 1900 um wow. in 2001 adelia maestras trulio uh age 93 died in mora new mexico a bear broke through a glass pane to gain entry into her house and killed her her body was found in her kitchen and the bear was shot a half mile from the house. Oh what my God. What the fuck is that about? So besides that's that, crazy. All, it's literally all just Yellowstone, yeah. Alaska, that is and, a, a Canada, and Montana. Incident. Yeah. Um, that bear had a had a vindictive spirit towards Amelia. Maybe her husband killed, her, about, killed it like, millions of years ago. So. Fucked. You know, like, jeez, um, be careful out there. I mean, like, if you can get bit there, man, in New Jersey, like, who the fuck is getting bit by bears in New Jersey? That's fucking wicked fucked up um uh besides that you're probably pretty good here um don't know where that new jersey bear came from but that's weird but don't run don't run wow flagstaff arizona i know you've been there joe um in uh, 1953 uh andrew mark palmer um uh was playing with his grandparents pet bear when he was mauled Oh yeah, the pet bears. Yeah, that don't, I don't. Bear was shot and killed by a neighbor. So Joe, the next time you're in Flagstaff, don't play with the grandparents' pet bear. I can don't play with one. bears. I can They're only not say pets. this twice. They're not. When pets. you're in Flagstaff again, don't be doing that. Not um, do it. <laughs> don't do it. Stop. All right, there's a lot. There's a, stories for days. There are right. about clearly right, we got, we 30, got, we got, 30, we got. 30 deaths a, like over ten years. Yeah, it's not a common occurrence to the the point you need to, you know, ring up your local senator and complain about it. But you just know when you're when you're in the bear territory, although bears have been greatly diminished over the 15 or so thousand years that humans have interacted with them. I mean, their power is diminished, but they still have it. All right. So watch out. Respect the bear. The bear respects you and just live your life. Yeah, and if you're if you're worried, um, you're probably more likely to die from erotic asphyxiation. <laughs> yeah, I mean, most ways to die are much more 
common yeah. than bears, but uh, yeah, you never know. When don't you forget the bear hanging from a belfry closet when you're jerking off. You know, like it can yeah. happen. No one wants to die from a bear. So though. just be careful out there. Either a bear attack or that. No one knows. So, um, final thoughts, Joe? Yeah, let's let's tune into uh. You want to go first and final thoughts? Sure. Um, I think bears are fucking awesome. And um, when they kill people, um, I don't care. It's fine. <laughs> like, don't be doing shit that involves that. You know, like, don't be pissing off bears, trying to hunt bears, trying to play their grandparents' pet bear. Like, don't be, bears should be just bears. Most of the time, they're afraid of you. And if they are, you go to a place where it's a uh, place where there's grizzlies or big brown bears, um, maybe just don't try to be friends with them because like everyone, we've all seen those videos of like kids who think they're better than animals. They're not. Just leave them You alone. never are. You don't beat nature. You are nature. You can't yeah, you are nature. And our, our strengths are intelligence, not physical strength. Yeah, so if you, if you throw your intelligence out the window, you will lose immediately. It's the only thing you have over It's all bear. you get. Yeah, no matter, no matter if you're uh, you know, Hulk Hogan or um, who's ever relevant today, who's that size, uh, a bear, just like a gorilla, will f- break you in half. Mm-hmm. And a bear specifically will actually do it worse because they're not just going to punch you in the face. They're going to rip you bone from bone and bite your Yeah, because gorillas aren't going to eat you, but bears will eat you while you're no, still Gorillas alive. are just going to hit you in the face, like getting hit by a 145 mile an hour bowling ball. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're gonna be fucking dead like that. Bears um, clearly are gonna scratch the fuck out of you with the deepest claws ever. Mm-hmm. It's gonna take if they just did one scratch, it's gonna take you an hour to bleed out. Um, if yep. they don't hit any arteries, um, but besides that, they might. Yeah, just, you're gonna hope they hit arteries because they start digging upon your uh, small intestine and just oh, yeah. grinding away in there like they're eating corn in the cob. Yeah. It's gonna be a yeah. long, or painful bite, way to go. Or just bite your spinal cord at the base. Yeah, they're still alive. You just can't move. Not good. Not a good thing, you know. Yeah. And then, then when it's time to kill you, they just they they take their face and and put it over. They take their mouth and put it over your face and bite this way and just crunch it all. Mm-hmm. Not good. Not good. That's so good you. bears are fucking awesome. Um, I do love bears. Um, they're a symbol of strength, courage, independence, uh, fierceness, and um, uh, most good qualities. Philosophy. And they're really cool. They got cute ears. Um, they do have cute ears. They're all round ears, unlike dogs with pointy ears. It's weird yeah. adaptation. Yeah, exactly. And they're tough motherfuckers. Um, I'm pro bear. Um, I don't know. She got eaten by bear. I'm not sure, but uh, whatever. That's all I have to say. I agree with you again. I think that they are, they're a symbol to be respected and to be feared and to be admired. I mean, they are are uh one of the monsters on earth it's we think about all these crazy creatures that have ever existed like tyrannosaurus and even like the short-faced bear and they're like these mythical creatures that these monsters that used to exist but they they still exist today and they're just as vicious as they ever could be and just as dangerous but they're we understand more about them than people did at the time you're not in any danger unless you're a 93 year old woman in texas the bear's not going to break into your house and kill you yeah, oh, Mexico. Sorry, they're not gonna bring the it new, new, kill you. The new one, the new one, New Mexico. Uh, new Mexico, New Mexico. Yeah. Um, but it, they haven't changed, just like we haven't changed. Our ancestors were 
afraid to even mention their name and they would call them the brown one to the honey hand because they were fear of the boogeyman in the woods they still are the same animal we're still the same animal too and i think they're fascinating and they're awesome and um just like you said just respect them and they'll respect you in kind you you um you shouldn't fuck around with bears but i'm glad they exist they're fascinating creatures yeah that's it man guys we like bears so stay uh stay tuned for next week uh we don't anticipate any uh interruptions in our broadcast as it has been over the holidays and shit um now so, we're back in we're back in the saddle yeah uh, we're back sorry, in the folks saddle. for taking yeah, so we, many we breaks apologize. but we're, we're gonna lock in here we're back yeah, in we, the saddle we, we know you guys rely on this stuff and uh we do too um so if we mm-hmm. do have to take a week off um it's at uh it's a with a heavy heart as, it is as the people in Alaska say. So, um, uh, yeah, we'll see you next week for something, uh, something fucking nuts. I mean, I got some cool ideas, Joe. So that's why I called you yesterday. And, um, then you called me at an answer. Um, <laughs> yeah. so, um, I forget right now what it, what it was, but it's cool. I promise. So, all right. We love you guys. We'll see you next week. Uh, hope you enjoyed the bears episode. Uh, stay safe out there. Bear spray, bear bells and uh don't run and uh punch them in the snout um or just be friends or be go inside harness timothy treadwell and um and be friends because you you know whatever but um you should be fine if you're in massachusetts just not new jersey not new mexico not alaska not wyoming not montana and not a lot of canada so yeah there's joe with his his a bare face so, later, amigos. Wherever I wander, wherever I roam, I couldn't be found. Off my big um, chain of food. What is it called? Food chain. On the food chain. Down there, immune systems and all that. So, I thought that's what you were going to say that calls have the same amount of STDs as the people in the villages in Florida. You? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> not saying you're not right. Um, so does it bear shit in the woods? Yes, but not when it's in the torpor. Not when it's in torpor, but it does also shit at nursing homes. <laughs> We've mentioned this on the podcast before. We do want to bring them coming to foundation again. I got pageantry there, buddy. Not like you that spoils half the episode halfway through because I'm just worried about what I'm talking about. All right, I know how to I know how to make a show of it. I've been in one pageant. <laughs> you prick a raw paw. Uh, uh, grunting or chuffing, maybe made in cordial situations. So, when you pick a pair, try what does that mean? Claw, like when they're having drinks? But you don't. Have I given you a clue? So, um, the bare necessities. Uh, yeah, so, uh, <laughs> we don't know. Um, They'll come to you. 